So who do we need to thank for that one then, mate? Well, you've got to thank, thank the gods of Thrasher for that one. <laughs> right. Yeah, that goes without saying, mate, because that is an absolute banger, as I knew it would be. Yes, of course. That was elimination for those that uh, know their thrash. They'll know that was elimination. Those that don't know their thrash, welcome to uh, Victims by Design from the upcoming album Echoes of the Abyss by UK Thrashers Elimination. It's brilliant. Absolutely perfect again. Um, carrying on from that EP. Love it. Looking forward to the album. And I, because um, I've got a pre order out as well, I'm definitely going to pre order the uh, CD t shirt bundle, I think. I think so. Yeah, you might as well get a t-shirt. It looks all right, and you may as well, haven't you? Oh, you got to on, on the strength of that that single alone that, that came out on Monday. Yeah. Um, I've gone and done the uh, the vinyl. Oh, so, okay. Unfortunately, the vinyl what we're pressing and that doesn't come out to the end of next. Uh, well, until the new year. But you obviously get it out on digital. It's only going to be next. Well, nearly next month. But yeah. you know, the song itself is strong enough to stand up it's only a couple of minutes long but you know it pulls you in it's it's energetic it's fiery it's it's kind of like you said it's a continuation of the uh, of gods and beasts ep mm. and um yeah what was the song that we in we the name of in, violence in the name of violence yeah. yeah and i think we're thankful for the, to branny for speaking to the guys in elimination and just getting it cleared that we were they were okay for us to play it on the podcast mm. But it's brilliant that, um, you know, we were able to open and no doubt close the podcast with this uh, song because um, they're one of the bands, like I always say, that there's a handful of bands that are kind of touting around, pushing around in that mosh pit of thrash bands that are kind of pushing to the real next level of uh, bubbling thrash metal in the UK and Elimination certainly are one of them. Oh, definitely. I can't wait to go and see them live. Talking of which, they are playing, they've got a gig this weekend. From us at um, Cat and Hall. Yes. In, um, in, uh, is, it, is it Derbyshire? Yeah, I don't know. You're the geography between us, mate. So no, you, you smash on with that. Let's just say the bloodstock. And, yes. Um, and then everyone will yeah. know what we're talking about. Sadly, Master Charger had to drop out for whatever reason. And um, I think it was um, Elimination. Took, took the mantle and, and went with him really the, thankfully I think the unfortunate side is that Master Charger unfortunately can't play but um, Elimination are in there I think it was maybe someone within the band was um, uh, in direct in, in contact with um, you know someone mm. that um, got pinged something like that yeah so uh, Elimination are up for it and um, no doubt 4.40 Thursday afternoon you're anywhere near the Jaeger stage a bit like we said about Tortured Demon. Well, mm. if you're walking past there, what a, you know, what a band to see. Well, it's the same with Elimination. They're going to tear a hole in that tent. Mm. Absolutely brilliant it should be. Yeah, absolutely. When they start playing some, because I'd assume that they haven't got that much uh, time. So we just the um, this one, Victims by Design and In the Name of Violence, there's, there's what, seven, eight, nine minutes of absolute thrash gold that you're going to go absolutely apeshit to. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, definitely. No, it's it's really cool that uh, some of these bands, no doubt, that are relevant to our club. Not only because they play fresh metal, but because so many members are genuinely interested in these mm. bands. And when you see these bands that we're talking about, and we feature, and Branny features, uh, and you see them on bills up and down the country, and it's great because you go, oh look, there's Devastator playing, and and there's Virus playing, or there 
this um, elimination playing. You're seeing at what where they are on on bills and where they're playing around the country. And it's great that people within the club are going out to see them. And who knows if people in America or over in all, all different parts of the world might be checking them out. And that's a great thing with social media that they can instantly access their stuff as well. So hopefully some of these bands are getting out there to wider fields as well. Now, what we do have to touch upon, I feel it's our public duty to uh, turn our attention to the video and um, our health and safety hats need to come on with that young female certainly wielding around that chainsaw. No safety glasses, no hot steel toe cap boots. That is an absolute death trap. It's not a good example in that video, is it? Not at all. Clearly, no risk assessments have no. been done. Very, um, very, if, if there is, it's a very poor risk assessment. Poor. And, yeah, similar to the Create a Pleasure to Kill video that we've had, we've uh, talked about before. Mm. Just clearly health and safety gone out the window. And in this day and age, you'd think that bands would be a little bit more savvy to the health and safety side of things. So, yes. Um, Yes, Still, is it? searing thrash metal, absolutely fine. Risk assessments with um, chainsaws, absolutely dreadful. So it's just a little, you know, it, it's pluses and minuses, it's strengths and weaknesses. That's what I would send out to elimination. Yeah, no, yeah, art direction, iffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all done tongue-in-cheek and it worked really well. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Right, let's um, talk about what we're going to be talking today. We have got a reaction to Podcast 79. We've got a Gamma Bomb um, hit missile, maybe. Uh, we've got a couple of mentions. We've got Tim dropping in from the Razor's Edge. Um, we've got a Mordred box set to talk about. We've got a Breaking Band Camp from South Africa. Uh, we've got Bolton and Easy Bangers. We've got to thrash the debuts. We've got to set a new one. And what have we been listening to? All on the eve of Bloodstock itself, so I was going to put many little... members. Go on, sorry, go on, say it. You were going to put. I was going to put a disclaimer on it, saying that um, today's episode is sponsored by Bloodstock because we're going to be mentioning it a lot. I think. Okay, yeah, and we apologise. Well, we don't apologise, but for the, all for the people that might be listening that have no idea what Bloodstock is or where it is, and um, we're no doubt we'll explain that and. Uh, just yeah, search it out. It's a it's a festival that for many people is quite a big event in the UK over here because it's it's one of the one of the first big things that many people are getting out to and it was there was always a kind of touch and go as to whether it was going to go ahead. It has gone ahead. What with lots of different uh, kind of um, bands playing from the original bands out there, and I think it's kind of it's just a real for those that are there. It could be a real celebration of live music in these kind of present times, and um, could be a really special festival for those there this time. And I hope it is. I hope it's a real success for everyone. And this time tomorrow, as we are recording this, mate, and maybe some people listening to it. Onslaught will be about to take the stage. I mean, how how fucking cool is that? Uh, this time tomorrow. <laughs> I thought they're playing this time tonight. Oh, is it this time? No, no, because we're Wednesday, aren't we? Yeah. I thought it was Thursday that they're on. Uh, that's Lawnmower Death, mate. Is it? Oh, wow. So maybe it is this time today. Yeah, because they're doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They've oh, got, I thought uh, it was just Thursday. Certainly headliners... Headliners in the Sophie, they've got Onslaught, I believe, are playing tonight. 
Oh, wow. They're just doing the mainstays, the three days, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. But they've certainly got, something, certainly got something going on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, elsewhere, or certainly much in Sophie. Fair play. Fair play. So, yeah, on sort of playing tonight, I believe. Well, okay, there we're warming up as we speak, so that's pretty cool then. Um, so, should we get on and do a reaction to Podcast 79? Rich Tricky Hudson. Um, now, this is a good one, mate. This is dedicated to you, um, I think, um, saying that if heavy metal bands done more GCSE-focused lyrics, that you would you would improve your grade. So check this out. Uh, Rich Tricky Hudson. Funny you should say about Oxbow Lakes. I was head of geography in a previous life. My degree in geography with geology. Also taught history and religious studies. Maybe I'll do a song about earthquakes and volcanoes. Good morning, Mr. Hudson. Good morning, everybody. I bet Rich would have been a real cool teacher, though, wouldn't he? You reckon? I reckon, yeah. Okay. It was always teaching school. If they had a little bit of interest in in sport or that you liked or rugby, or God forbid, if there was a teacher that was into punk or and they were always that little bit younger than the rest of the teachers or, or metal. Now, not that many were into metal, but I had a few that were into the kind of alternative, um, like indie stuff and, and punk. They were they were always cool. And I reckon I reckon Rich certainly was a decent teacher. Always hanging around the music room as well. That'd be, uh, you know, someone's getting an acoustic guitar out, learning some scales, and he grabs it off them and does a few power chords and a few uh, a quick napalm death cover or something as he's walking by. That would be cool. I do remember our PE teacher at school. Um, he dropped his wallet, and a friend of mine saw it and and had it away. And we were all looking at it at break time. We basically emptied it. Like someone had the cash away and all the rest of it. But this wallet was fucking chock full. Not word, no word of a lie. Photographs of himself. There was like photographs of him, like because he would like say PE teacher say he was like throwing the javelin and discus of him in this sort of like sort of two piece tracksuit, um, doing all of this sort of like sporting out that he kept in his fucking wallet, mate. Do you not have photos of yourself in your wallet? No. <laughs> I've got photos of you in my wallet. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, in, it's in, in front of the shop, actually. Yeah. Well, I, I think I've told you I've got a, uh, a, a photograph, or I used to have a photograph of a certain member of this here club um, taking a shit outside Wembley Arena at a Rush concert, and I kept that in my yeah, wallet yeah. for years. In fact, I got married with it in my wallet. Yeah. So, it's a great story, that, uh, Shawnee. <laughs> Shawnee, well done, Sean. Um Tim Finch, this is quite a long one. Um, on the red sauce, brown sauce debate, the correct answer, no sauce at all. Uh, to go off on a tangent, it's a shame Danny Baker isn't on Radio 5 on Saturday morning anymore. That was always a great radio show, and you should ne- and you could never predict what way people celebs would go on the sausage sandwich game. Talking about the Soulfly album being the next Sepultura album, if Max had stayed... Well, we can all say it. Thank fuck, Max left. What an utter pile of horseshit Soulfly are. Always have been, always will be. And some TV recommendations for Robbie. Uh, Loki, absolutely brilliant. Clarkson Farm, as much as Clarkson is an utter twat, this series is actually entertaining. Is that archetypal? 
brilliant series and recommended all four seasons and the serpent fantastic mini series based on a true story lots to unpack there let's go soulfly first because um who's the guitar player rizzo he's off and he's off on his toes isn't he he's gone he's off but they've recruited dino haven't they and where does that leave the new fear factory album to have a, a, a kiss and a makeup and uh, be recording the next album as we speak. So, uh, what the, the fear Dino's factor? Back and, uh, Burton's back and they're all happy as Larry again. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre, isn't it? So, Rizzo's—is it Rizzo? I forget his 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 name. Yeah, Mark Rizzo. Mark Rizzo, who I think is an absolutely diva of a guitar player um i've seen him a, a few times and and more than once he's carried Max Cavalera on his back. Um, but absolutely brilliant, um, always with a rucksack. And I, so he's off doing whatever, Leave decided to fly the family nest. And they create, uh, recruit Dino from Fear Factory, who basically Dino is Fear Factory, just got a new album out after all the shit that he's gone through to get the Fear Factory album out. And now he that, that project's gone. There's not going to be... prediction can i nail my colors to the mast go on mate i don't i think it's going to end in tears mate i think you know max cavalera is being head of that family for you know he's not going anywhere he's he is soul fly he's a lot of other projects as well as is dino in fear factory and i just don't know whether those two are going to gel that well in a band situation might just be be a hired gun though just coming in and just only you don't know how integral he's supposed to be or or, I think that's the problem I have with it because if he's a hired gun that's fair enough when has Dino ever been a hired gun though you are what you are and he's the head of this of his particular band being used to be able to do pretty much as he wants because it is his band I mean obviously he'll listen to his band members and so on but I I just get the feeling that when Max kind of goes right i want you to do a b and c dino's gonna go nah uh, what why on earth would i do that you know i'm I'm bringing something to this party believe it or not i've know a little bit about it i've been in and around thrash metal you know death metal whatever for how long has dino been in 30 35 years um you're telling me that i can't or have to do this nah no mate that's what i think is going to happen and you could well be right, mate. But 
we've been speaking for five minutes too long about Fear Factory. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> you want to move on. Uh, Mark Penson, nice one, chaps. I'll have to go back and listen to that Brucey album. Can't remember if I heard that at all at the time. Marilyn Manson, I can't wait. Mm, yeah, I, th- I think um, Mark's Mark's been very bad, and he's he's in detention for getting Marilyn Manson. What, is it, what have you done, Mark? Who have you pissed off to get Marilyn Manson? I know it's a random number generator, but dear. I, I, Oh, I tell you what, that's a that's a harsh one to get. Yeah, that is a bit of a harsh one. I can remember playing football um, with a guy, and he said to me, "I remember sitting down. He was a really unassuming bloke, really nice guy." And he said, uh, "He said you like metal, don't you, Carl?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he goes, "You probably don't know, but I work for a record company." And I went, "Oh, do you?" And he goes, "Yeah, in fact, I've just uh, played football with against Iron Maiden." And I went, you're shitting me. And he goes, this was like sitting down on a Saturday. I played with him for like 18 months and um, two years. And he just come out of it. He goes, yeah, yeah, I've got some CDs in the car. I'll, I'll go and get you some that are sort of metal. We do all sorts of some shit you won't like. I went, yeah, yeah, all right. And he bought me out. Uh, I remember them having the Limp Biscuit, that $3 bill. We bought, he gave me that and a couple of others that I can't remember. And he also gave me that Marilyn Manson one that um, that Mark has got, the one with Dope Show on it. Animals, is it? Or Mechanical Animals, is it? It really is fucking dreadful. Did you, did you give it back to him and say, nah, it's all right, mate? <laughs> no, I did. I had them all away. You, you don't refuse it, do you? Um, so I, I had them all away, but I did listen to them. Uh, uh, but only that one once, I have to say. So I I, just I, want to go back to Tim, I just want to go back to Tim's TV recommendations. Oh, okay. Go on then. Because we had just finished... Peaky Blinders, and we were looking for something new to watch, and there's so much out there that you kind of don't know. So, um, quite a few people mentioned atypical. Atypical. Oh, I thought it was archetypal. Yeah, typical. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Probably three episodes into it now, and really enjoying it. So, cheers, Tim. Cheers, what is everyone it? else. Is it a sci fi? No, not at all. It's a. Atypical. Uh, American. American series, and it's a family that have an autistic boy of, say, uh, 18 that's growing up, and the family have grown up kind of dealing with the, the family life, growing up with an autistic child in the house, and uh, the boy has got a sister who's going out, you know, kind of getting into relationships, and it's just kind of how the family works, adapts. Okay. Uh, kind of family relationships around that kind of um, around that situation that, that kind of home life really and him seeing a therapist but then him going to um, try to get a first date and it's it's funny it's kind of it's bittersweet it's sad it's moving but it's um, probably relevant to a hell of a lot of people out there and interesting for those that don't understand what those people that do um have to deal or focus on that need to go through so it's really interesting that's cool um when you were saying it's it's funny bittersweet i just wanted to make sure you're talking about atypical and not the marilyn manson album no that's a uh, yeah no. that's that's not funny it's not bittersweet <laughs> it's, uh, it's just shocking <laughs> Okay. Um, Frank Holby, finally listened to podcast 78 and 79. Thank you very much, mate. Enjoyable listen as always. Feel like I'm listening to a couple of mates in a pub. 
anyway, definitely be shouting Silla Black is a cunt bag at some point next Friday. Good, mate. We'll make sure it's uh, next to me, mate. That's all I've got to say. So thank you very much, Frank. If you do that, you will get a uh, a, uh, a a plectrum or a pick or whatever the uh, whatever the expression is. No doubt, when the when the call goes up, wherever it goes up around that ground. Uh, There'll be a rapturous applause, won't there? Yes, I think there'll be... um, Everyone will be in agreement. It could be the new Slayer. Instead of shouting Slayer, it will be, Cinna Black's a comeback! At three o'clock in the morning, raining across the the campsite. But Frank's a... When he says that, it feels like we're two mates uh, just chatting in a pub. That's what we want to create with this. Mm. That's how it started, at the pub us to just chatting as a kind of if no one listens it doesn't matter the fact that people do listen to it and the fact that it's members and people that aren't actually in the club uh, it's it's bizarre it's strange but frank's a member as many have been from the very beginning mm. and the fact that he's still actively involved in the club is really cool that he's getting stuck into features and listens as well it's just brilliant so uh, thank you very much frank for being part of it whether it be in the man cave or down the boozer Cheers, mate. Chin, chin. We keep saying we want to we want to do another one down the boozer, don't we? We do, yeah. Maybe when the say when the weather improves, but it's uh, it's improving. But we live in we live in England, mate. I don't think we can rely on the weather. I think we should just say let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah. And just get biblically wet if if indeed uh, we do one outside. So although, uh, although we'll just have to make sure that we're not going to be speaking about any of uh, John's bands from the upstream. Ex- obscene extreme festival or certainly if we're going to talk about them we might have to censor them out because we might get a barred from those pubs oh yes yeah yeah this is some of the stuff we talk about is not applicable to polite society in certain boozers that we frequent so uh, yeah that's uh, that's very true certainly when i start talking about silicon bag <laughs> brilliant um silicon black being a cumbag that's you know if someone overhears that in polite society you you can get strung up for this sort of thing but anyway um thank you very much for anyone that listened and commented really appreciate it um and yes it is we, we would like to think that um the way the way i see it if if anyone does and i'm not sure if anyone does but if anyone does like when they're listening to this podcast they kind of when if i make a mistake or they have something they, they kind of say it even though it's to themselves that's the kind of feeling i want to get they would they were like oh i desperately would i would say if i was in that conversation i would now say this that's what i would kind of like people to think exactly we know we make mistakes we know it's that's what happens not not only because our, our lack of knowledge <laughs> we're, passionate, we're passionate but you know knowledge is not always the is at the forefront but you know for me personally it's uh, you know I get you're fine you, you, you could do this all day long I get really nervous doing this so I'm going to blame nerves on my uh, my um dates and corrections and, and pronunciations but um but yeah. I, I like i say i always go uh, confident mate and then wait for someone to tell me otherwise otherwise i keep going there you go i made one today no archetypal i just saw the a and the the y and the p and that and thought yeah that's archetypal i didn't reread the word to be quite honest with you yeah it's it's the it's the dyslexia i have but there you go no problem at all shall we move on to the um 
to the next to the next thing that we had, which was um, another UK battle. Are they UK? I'm not sure. Gamma Bomb. That's all thrash metal anyway. A, a Gamma Bomb hit, miss, or maybe. Now, this was brought to our attention by Tim Finch of the Razor's Edge. Um, and it's Irish Thrashers, Gamma Bomb, are today premiered premiere i can never say that um their new single thunder over london and it's accompanying music video via youtube thunder over london thunder over london is the title track from their surprise release uh three song digital ep which came out on august 6th so mate first of all what did uh, you listen to it what did you think of it I was surprised, pleasantly surprised as well. Yeah, Gamma Bomb aren't a band that I've, I've got into. I've, I've, I've heard much of their stuff and it's just never clicked with me. I think a lot of that's to do with the vocals. The music's always been decent enough, but it's never grabbed me. And this, I went into this thinking, well, it's Gamma Bomb, I'm not going to enjoy this. But you know what? I was left kind of going, yeah, that's that's pretty damn damn good. The, the energy's there, it's, it's heavy, it's fast, it's aggressive, it's ticking all the boxes. But still the still the it wasn't divisive vocals for me where it's like, no, can't listen to it, don't I'm not gonna listen to it. It was just like yeah, they're a minor inconvenience. <laughs> so, I wasn't expecting to like it. Um but I, I haven't gone back to it and listened since, um, but I was pleasantly surprised. So, yes, it was a good one good one to do. A nice little bonus there for Gamma Bomb fans, that little three-song mm. digital EP coming out. What about you? How, how did you fare with it? I'm still at the scratching my head with it a minute uh, at the moment because musically, absolutely brilliant. No problem with that. Can listen to it. I'm a little bit further back with you are regards to the vocals. Um I, I and their image. I feel the vocals that deal with that first are, like you say, a little bit decisive and a little bit difficult to get my head round. It doesn't stop me from listening. They're not. I don't dislike them enough to say, well, I'll, I'll never listen to that. I will. I'll, I'll listen to an album. I'd go to a gig. I'd see them. No, no problem at all. But can I say that I desperately, desperately like the vocals? No, no. And as far as comparing that to the music, then it, they're they're light years behind the vocals, rather. Um, the other thing, their images is slightly confusing because this is quite a serious subject matter that they've got this thunder over London. The video is quite, uh, um, it, it's, it's quite, there's lots of information coming about nuclear war and warheads and statistics coming at you, flying at you. It's, it's almost like a public service message sort of thing that they're, they're throwing out. It's a very serious point. And they're like dressed like sailors because of this kind of yes, nautical yeah. theme that they've got running over from the last album. And it, and isn't the, the drummers dressed as like a, a furry animal or something, you know, like a, like a Bigfoot or Yeti or something like that. And I just think it's really, that confuses me somewhat. Um, so I'm a little bit, uh, right. Okay. Well, are they making a serious statement? Are they not? Do they give a shit? Do they not? It, it, and it just leaves me scratching my head a little bit. But one thing I do love is the music. I think the riffs and everything is just really, really good. And they're, they're clever. I mean, clever sounds disrespectful to to them. Branny had them on his UK Thrasher show last mm. year. And when they come across, they're very, very well-spoken, yeah. well, very well-spoken, very articulate guys. And they, they research a lot of stuff. They do a lot of reading to form their lyrics. And they're you know, very knowledgeable guys about what they're talking about. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the goofiness. If I saw a picture of them, I'd be like, 
nah, that's not for me. But, but yeah. then I'm a, I'm a bit like that with kind of with comedy in metal. But uh, like you say, the kind of hairy creature and 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 the silly clothes. I, t- I tell you, they remind me a little bit of, as far as not music, absolutely not like music, but um, you, they're always on download, always on download, and they're always on that Wacken because they always seem to, to, to find the live are stream. They pirate? of it. Are they pirates? No, no, they're not. It's um, Turbo Negro. Oh, okay. Are they, are they, they're Swedish or, or Scandinavian, certainly, and they're just really a bizarre-looking band sort of thing. You know, one's dressed, one's got like, Half of his, he's got one eye like an Alice Cooper makeup, and he's wearing gather with tight, tight shorts. And I think, oh, this is this is a bit peculiar. What's going on here? It's 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 strange. And then you listen to the music, and it's kind of like arty rock, a little bit like a uh, Eagles of Death Metal, and it just really doesn't fit well. And that this is this is the same thing I'm getting from Gamma Bomb, really. But I mean, image. I, I mean, that's one thing, isn't it? I don't have to listen if I just listen to the music. That can I don't. Sort of thing. Oh yeah, but there is that bloke that dresses up on the drums as a, as the uh, furry. I don't think that at all. I can I can disassociate whatever image they have, but um, I think they we we have featured the video of their first um, from the album, their first single on the album. That's kind of like a like a black a themed is like a black and white thing, if I remember rightly, like a sea a sea um, nautical theme to it that's kind of a parody of like an old black and white silent film. And it just, yeah, the music's yeah, they, absolutely they bludgering. Yeah, the music absolutely bludgering. And then they have this video that's all like, bloody, where, where's this come from? You know, I know we don't yeah. all have to be like elimination and, and stuff like that. And, and I understand that, but it just, it, I just don't think it fits at all. What did the members think of? Edwin... Well, well, let, let's see what the, let's get the comments, and I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the stats afterwards. Edwin Gronewald, Miss, it's the eighties vocals, like the dry sound of the guitars through, but not my cup of tea. It's a kind yeah, he's not gonna, he, he's not on board, is he? So it, it's kind of like what we're saying there, and then we go straight to Paul Hutchings, the machine hit all the way, frantic yet dependable thrash from the Nor- Northern Irish rogues, somber subject matter buried within gives gravitas, fantastic, and can't wait to see them at damnation. Yeah, I mean they're. they're a- they're live, certainly live, and I'm not, I've never been to Damnation, and this may sound disrespectful, but I always get the picture, and I know that we've listened to Gav doing his podcast, and Tim's covered it with Razor's Edge, and the the they go to Damnation a lot, and we've got members that go to Damnation. It's a fantastic festival, very much a black black metal festival, death metal festival, sludge festival. You get your thrash bands there, Gamma Bomb don't seem to be the kind of um, band for damnation. And I know that's you don't want to pigeonhole a festival as like no. that's the kind of band for a thing because, you know, you get post-metal bands at uh, damnation. You, you get progressive post-metal bands. You get all sorts there. But a kind of um, – now I'm going to be taken to school, no doubt, on this. But you do it, – it, it just seems like it's a – it could certainly liven up the proceedings one afternoon when Gamma Bomb come on stage and um, yeah. thrash their Northern Irish nuts off. Yeah, I get the impression that Damnation is a pretty serious festival and then all of a sudden these kind of jokey Northern Irish guys dressed as uh, sailors and 
you know, the drummer dressed up as a furry animal. Um, how well is that going to translate at five o'clock in the afternoon in, in, is it Leeds, isn't it? Yeah, I think, it, I, I think to be honest, mate, it'll go down well. Gamma Bomb have been a band that have been around for, Ooh. they came out at the kind of resurgence of this thrash metal scene with the likes of Evil and the kind of 2000, mid 2000s, say, with this new wave of heavy metal, thrash metal that came out on these shores. And, they're a name that certainly hold a lot of respect with many, many thrashers, and there's going to be people there that are certainly going to name, know the name. There's going to be people there that are going to be well into them. So I think they'll go down well. I just think it's a, it, it, it doesn't, it's, it's a name that doesn't kind of sit with the the poster or the 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 type of bands that you normally associate. But that's a good thing that they're you're not getting pigeonholed into mm. just having some demonic death metal band or some anarchic black metal band that dress up in robes and you don't know yeah. who they are and through the dry ice you think they're playing but they could be playing through a tape and then these furry monsters come. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, I mean, we, we, we're talking about, I mean, it sounds like we're doing a magi- you know, slagging them off and everything. I mean, not really. I mean, they are very, they stick out, don't they? They do stick out. Um, but I, for me, it kind of misses the mark with me slightly. Um, Isaac Ambrose, hit, bloody love me some Gamma Bomb, no nonsense, fun thrash, some super punky vibes in the title track as well. I did pick that up actually as well, Isaac. I did think the the music had that punkier, thrashier element to it, had that punk edge to it. Yeah, definitely. It, yeah, it did have that. It had that kind of real attitude and energy going through it. Mm. Darren Jones, the music is absolutely spot on, as it's always been. I just, I just cannot stand his vocals. Well, it's, they're the divisive factor, aren't they? It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like that. It's they're one of those bands, and what more can we say? Not Do, does the singer? Because there's only four of them, so does is the singer just the singer, or does he play guitar as well? Well, there's Philly, isn't there? Philly's a kind of. I think he's just the vocalist, but then okay. there's the. I think there's a guitarist or the. Um, bass player. Certainly not. Well, maybe the bass player, yeah, but one of them certainly has a go at vocals as well. Whether he's just back in and that, oh, okay. I don't know. But there's an actual vocalist, so you know what? Yeah, what I, I suppose my my point is 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 this someone that has been thrust upon doing the vocals and or but if it's just the vocalist you know then then fair enough it's it's what they wanted to go for isn't it absolutely yeah no it's fair enough and they they have a real cult following don't they gamma bomb and they're not like any other thrash band that's for sure so they've got originality in there as well um but like I say, you know, our members have said it. I, I they just uh, the vocals are very distinct and um, and sometimes can be decisive. But do you want to know? Well, let's tell. So maybe one, maybe one miss and fourteen hits. Maybe one, maybe wasn't he in Star Wars or was he in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Maybe one, maybe. Maybe one, maybe. That's not maybe. Hang around. Was there one, maybe? Because that one, maybe, was me. I put it as a as a cautious maybe, um, just because of all the things I've said. But um, there's only one miss, which I think must have been Edwin's. So I don't think Darren actually gave a, a, a hit miss or maybe. But everyone else said it was a hit, and 
everyone pretty much or a lot the reason why there isn't a lot of comments because people were just putting well it's gamma bomb it's a hit so yeah. they, they've got that kind of following haven't they indeed and there'll be people that will be listening going, oh, what do those two know well yeah exactly it's just opinion and don't 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 hate us on it it's just that, that's that's how it is you you carry on loving them and we'll carry on maybe yeah. liking them so yeah not a problem there's so much love for all sorts of music and i'll certainly give gamma i mean i listened to the last album um and i will give gamma bomb a go all day of the week certainly if they produce music like that like i said i'm quite interested to see what it's like in a live environment maybe i'll have my my opinion swayed by them playing live I'm one of the very few bands that aren't playing bloodstock yeah there's um there's a hell of a lot of bands and um no doubt many members go into bloodstock this 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 coming weekend and we apologize but again don't apologize but for those members that aren't going to bloodstock um Again, it's that festival that we're going to talk about again. It will get the match ball and we'll go home with the match ball. But, yeah, there's, there's going to be a little bit of a meet-up at Bloodstock. Yes. Now, this is going to be good because um, this will be the uh, one of the first – well, obviously it will be the first meet-up since everyone's been come out of lockdown. Hopefully it will be uh, be a nice big one. I hope to see as many people. I'm going to send a bat signal up. Now, we have provisionally said that it's going to be in the Lemmy Bar um, before – Acid rain. So in the last, I think it's Fall Bard. We'll go. To, I'll go to the ass to the uh, Lemmy Bar and meet up. But Dog Tired are pl- the official timings have come out, and there's 15 minutes uh, where Dog Tired are playing before Acid Rain come on. So I may slip off and see at least one song of Dog Tired. But um, no doubt there, there's going to be big chunks of time where I'm not really particularly seeing anyone. And um, I can go and see anyone I like, really. And um, I'd like to see as many and speak to as many members as as possible sort of thing. So um, I better get the uh, don't fuck with my truck hat on. I'll be wearing that, a red and white one. And if you see, because uh, Neil Bolton said very, well, Neil Bolton said he'll, he'll have his segment and he'll say what he's going to say. Um, but um, I'll, I'll have me hat on. And if you want to come up and say hello, I will. Um, I'll be absolutely delighted to speak to you and see and and say at, at very least say hello. It's going to be tough for you to pull yourself away from the axe throwing yes. section of the the arena, though, Carl. You know you're a sucker for axe throwing. I, I, yeah, partial to an axe throw, yes, and also. Um, Did your mate do it? Did your mate? Yeah. Pete, yeah, Pete did it, uh, and uh, was very good, frustratingly, very, very good. I wanted him to sort of split his head open when it bounced back because he was crap at it. But no, it turns out that even the the fella that was running the stool said, "Yeah, you're quite good, mate." <laughs> Which was, yeah. Give us another fiver, and I'll give you another free access to front. <laughs> no, but he said he was he was pretty good. I did see some video. He he, he saw like had two or three, and then you could almost see the penny drop after literally two or three axes, and he kind of got his eye in. And that was you could you like I say I saw the video and there's even the guy sort of like yeah no you're you're good you're good <laughs> yeah. fucking bastard <laughs> yeah but yeah well no not with no although he probably would I don't want to see that but I, I mentioned no. it to him you never know he was the one I wanted to burn his shoes during blood yeah. and he wouldn't yeah. fucking let me prick isn't he. so it'd be great if people can meet up you got the picks haven't you so um, yeah. 
I'll be dishing them out to anyone that wants them. So please come and say hello, and we'll. Um, and and if my phone is 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 playing ball, uh, I might sort of like open up a segment, and we can uh, you can get on on this podcast. We might have a section already done, and we'll have it in the next podcast, maybe. That'd uh, be great. Yeah, it'd be great. So next one as well that came out of the blue. Yeah, UK thrashers. Uh, no, not UK thrashers. Sorry, plenty of UK thrash. Was um, our old mate Neil Coggins? Yeah. He does the Hard Rock Hill Radio. He does his regular full metal racket radio show on a Sunday evening from five till seven. But this time it was a UK thrash special. Fantastic! I had to share that, mate. So I just saw it. He didn't let us know. He just posted it, and I thought I saw it, and I thought I'm I'm sharing that. It's got to be shared, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I make no bones of. Um, I, I, I'm always well. Neil always he's a regular member of the club. Uh, contributes to lots of features, and he takes the time to um, not only contribute to the club, but when he's doing his radio show, he gives the club a shout out. And mm. there's no, I'm sure that many of the members that we're getting each week coming to the club could be from you know people like Neil giving the club a shout and it's just really heartwarming to know that people appreciate you know what's going on in the club and, and his kind words and I listen to his show I'm always more than happy to give his show a, a shout out and a share out and with this radio show it's brilliant two hours of thrash metal you, you think of a thrash metal band he played it you think of a thrash metal song he played it oh, he crammed awesome. every possible thrash metal song known to man women beast in those two hours Carl every, oh. every song you wanted to hear Neil played it Sunday night well I, I expect nothing less that except, except anti-social yes well <laughs> so we've heard that enough haven't we so we don't need to hear it again but even if Neil did want to play that that's absolutely fair enough but no that's I just saw that I, I thought that's great that's going on I'm going to try and get as many people listening to that as possible because like you say Neil does a lot for the club so it's all about putting it back in, isn't it? You know, we'll look after ourselves if uh, if if people aren't listening to thrash metal, but a certain few people are. We'll look after ourselves. That's what I think. Absolutely, and uh, it's available on Mixcloud. It's an app you can get. You can go back and listen to the shows. And um, yeah, he's on his holiday at the moment, so I hope he's having a relaxing time and enjoying himself. And um, you know, to anyone that's got radio shows out there, we say it, Jason on his um, Radio Glamorgan show and Mike with his Metal Mouth radio mm. show. And, um, the, Todd the, the Todd Father, absolutely. You know, there's there's so many members out there doing their little bit for um, just showcasing new bands and old bands and, and music they love, and it's great. And if you want that shared, just keep keep sending the links into Carl and I, and, and we can do that. If you yeah. don't want it shared, no problem. Absolutely, absolutely. UK thrashers have been on, haven't they? Yeah, yeah we then had. Um, friend of the show I was going to say friend of the show John McIver but we better say friend of the show Branny oh absolutely uh, long time member for Branny yeah Mr UK Thrashers uh, he's uh, he's had a, an old friend of the show John McIver on there and it was a great great podcast because been looking forward to this one from when Branny said that he's mm. got him on there because Joel's a really knowledgeable really nice down to earth guy so I was interested how this interview might come out and it was John Branny's friend John who does a great job of uh, interviewing? He's, he's had you know, plenty of experience in the music industry himself. John, he's a he's a relaxed customer, and as it happened, he's a, an old friend of Joel himself, and mm. they went to school together. So there's a real good ke- chemistry there, a real good connection. Uh, not a bit of banter, but it was really interesting to 
to hear how Joe. Um, you got to let your cat out, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought all of that actually. I, I thought it was two friends meeting up, having a good old natter about um, about metal and all the stuff that has been going on. And yeah, it, it was it was great listening to. Both had some great stuff to say. But as we know, Joel can just actually he actually does his research, and he was um, talking about all the stuff that he's been doing about his writing and things like that. Just a great, just a great interview, and some great music on that episode as well. And an hour was it an hour and ten? I think that was absolutely flew by. So that was absolutely no problem at all. And the uh, UK Thrashers, is, is, I suppose it's kind of like the third season now. It's it's going through, and we know um, Neil has told us who he's got coming up. And this third season has, has really taken it up a notch, isn't it? He's um, he's he's really dishing out the quality. Indeed, yeah, and it's um, not that's no disrespect to the people that have been on no, there, but it kind of not. shows that the kind of journey that it's on, and um... it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I like I say, it was um, it was a it was a fantastic hour, and um, I'm hope there's because uh, uh, like I say, the the people that he's got, I don't want to say who it is, so I hesitate on who it is, but I'm I can't wait for the next one to come out, and I'm hoping it's going to be on on Saturday. What have you got? You got plans on Saturday that you would like a, a podcast for, of about an hour and a half to listen to? On Saturday, well, you know, if it's if it's there, I'll do it. Do you know what I mean? And certainly, but then we, can also, we can also share it as well. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That's always uh, it makes the uh, the weekend go round a bit nicely as well. So there you go. That's fantastic. So keep pumping that out, Mister Brannigan Fuller, doing a great job. Absolutely. Right, the other the other person's doing a great job, Mr. Tim Finch. Now he is winging his way up. I saw on on Facebook today he was going to. There was um, I had two um, photographs come in on Facebook of people with their pictures up at Bloodstock with beers in their hand, and Tim came back and said. Oh, we haven't even left yet. We're going to um, go and have a pub lunch, and then we're shooting up. So I'm hoping it's getting dark out there now. By the by, this time, so I'm hoping that uh, they haven't. Uh, Tim hasn't had too much with Cat at the pub lunch. They've got themselves up to Bloodstock, and their um, and their their first points are, are well and truly behind them now. But he has given us a segment, mate. And um, as you can tell, it's probably Bloodstock heavy. So shall I stop rattling on about it and actually play it? Yeah, shut up, Carl. <laughs> it's Bloodstock Week. By the time you hear this, most of us festival goers will already be on site. We'll see you there, and the beers are on, Carl. In a build-up to Bloodstock, we've been running a full suite of coverage over the past week at www.theraisersedge.rocks. We've had interviews with Agrona, Beholder, Raging Speedorn, Vexed, Wall and the mighty Orange Fucking Goblin. All talking about what's coming up this weekend. You can check them all out over on our website. We've also looked back at festivals past in our three-part Bloodstock retrospective. We picked out some of the best bands of the weekend we think you should be checking out and looked at five significant albums from headliners Judas Priest. We'll see you all at the festival. We have plenty of swag to give away, badges, keyrings, stickers and more. If you see any of the Rage's Edge staff on site, ask them for some free stuff. And if you see Carl Black, he's buying the beers. 
away from Bloodstock, we've been given the new Sepultura album at once over. Recorded in lockdown, Sepulchre revisits some of the band's most iconic work, with guest appearances from the likes of Scott Ian, Devin Townsend, Rob from Death Angel and more. The review is available on our website, along with reviews from the likes of Rebel Priest, Lorna Shaw, Sale, Suncraft, Netherbird, Lexi Lane, Graveyard Shifters, Nightwish, Cesspool of Corruption and more. All on our website now, so go and check them out. And last week, we shared new videos from Gamma Bomb, Enslaved, KK's Priest, Sick of It All, Alien Weaponry, The Brothers Keg, Leprous and a few others. Looking forward a bit, in the coming days there will also be reviews up on the site of albums from Destruction, Infex, Quicksand, Raven Cald and Wasted Death. Keep your eyes on our socials over the coming days and we'll be bringing you updates direct from Bloodstock, plus all of the post-Bloodstock festival coverage next week and beyond. As ever, every day we'll be bringing you all the latest news, music videos and more, so keep an eye on our socials and our website www.theraisersedge.rocks. That's enough from me. Back to the man with the open bar tab, Carl, and his friend Robbie in the Thrash Album Club studio. Well, thanks for that, Tim. Um, he calls me he calls me money bags, mate. But um, I would say more grot bags than money bags, mate. <laughs> oh, grot bags, mate. Honestly, if I have to buy everyone a, a pint, the there is the <laughs> yeah. Don't get the, no one. You, you have to explain what bloodstock was to some people, mate. They'll have no if they don't know what bloodstock is. They'll have no idea what grot bag who grot bags is. But I think I might have mentioned grot bags before. I might have a little fetish about it. But you know that's the one side. Um, but if I have to buy a pint to uh, all the members of bloodstock, mate, I'll be I'll be potless, mate. Well, yeah, it's. Um move by me to not come to plus okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's mine is yours and what's yours is, yeah. is, is, is also yours yeah to, to pick up but no um let's um tim is obviously going to be working extremely hard what i do know is and i saw the post um was if you see any of the razor's edge staff then they have got they're giving away loads of free stuff mate badges and stickers and loads of other stuff even hand job. i think tim's giving away hand jobs is he? yeah i'm oh, gonna go get myself a razor's edge razor's edge hand job mate which is gonna hang be on, let me find my boss see if i can get friday off <laughs> i still might be able to make it oh, oh no hang about hand jobs i'm thinking of something else so that's that, that tim isn't doing that he's he's you know that's not a hand job it's um that's something else that was another discussion i had with someone else but yeah no stickers uh badges and all the rest of it um go if you see anyone um go up and get one and um i know that i might i might try and get some as well i'm, I'm partial to a sticker do you know what i mean yeah absolutely so uh seeing um tim and cat up at i've actually just had a quick look on uh on facebook and they are there and one of them has been on the run and what that be? Well, the crowd surfing one of the two? It really, the one really. down the front taking the photos. Yeah, it, I mean, from the picture, there's not a lot being given away, to be quite honest. It's a 50 50 shout. But uh, maybe uh, as it was still daylight there when that photograph was being taken, maybe now we would have a good idea. Or, or not. Let's, let's see what happens. 
Uh, well, have a good time, guys. You know, wherever you, wherever you, wherever you're staying, wherever you're watching the shows, whatever bands you're watching, I hope everyone has a cracking time. It's, um, you know, like you said, um, you, you had two. You, you checked on your phone earlier, and you had two, um, two photos of two members that were at their, at their varying degrees of their campsites, and it was similar to me. You know, I went on my mid-morning break. And, and the machine was already tucking into his first beer of the day, pitched up and, and done that. And then a couple of hours later, our old mate Neil was um, finally freed himself from the from the motorways that he'd been stuck on, and no doubt because he loves the motorway. He does, yeah. Uh, he would, and he was there with his mates getting stuck in. So it's brilliant to see members out there, and and it's great that members are going to be meeting up and just sharing this love of music. I, it brought it straight back when I saw those pictures because I was always like that at festivals when I go, the, my tent is all done. I've got all my beers here. Um, every, I don't. That is the hardest work I'm going to be doing for this weekend. That is the, That is it. That is the one thing that the hard because it's not hard work, but it's the hardest work. Everything else is plain sailing from here on in. So yeah, I, that feeling, that first feeling when you get set up and you go. I'll have a beer now um, is, is just, just great. So good on them and looking forward to going up there in 36 hours or so. I'll be, uh, I'll be walking on site looking uh, very pleased with myself, mate. Uh, but I, 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 you know, we got to be careful. I've got to be careful. Not everyone's going, not everyone. And of course you're not going in. So you're probably thinking, all right, fucking turn it in. I am. Yeah. To, to be honest, mate, I am. I, I'm, I'm pleased that, and, there's loads of bands I, I would like to see. There's a couple of bands that I would I would absolutely love to see this weekend, and I know that you know one of them probably going to be spoken about for many years to come. The, the show that they're going to put on, and I'm going to really miss that. And 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 it's but it's just I can't, I can't go. I, mm. I just can't do it. And there's going to be people in the states, like we said, or, or in mm. South America, that will be listening to this, thinking, "Well, okay, well, we can't go, so what's the big deal?" You know, it's just another show, and it is. But like I said earlier, it's a bit of a big deal over here because of the timing, because of the bands. It's a, a lot of UK bands playing, a lot of UK bands that probably weren't expecting to play suddenly found themselves on a festival bill, and it's just a great celebration of music and and people getting together. So um, yeah, I, I just hope, like I said. Um, repeat myself hope everyone has a fantastic time there's one thing i do need to um you might have to do a bit of research when i talk about the next feature or the next post that we had on was i had a look and on friday i think on the jaeger stage there's a band called black emerald and i thought that sounds familiar and we featured a band one of the first bits of music we had was black emerald hell from mexico city now i'm almost sure that they're not the same band you know whether they've dropped the hell and just i i honestly don't know but i don't but i haven't checked it out so whilst i'm talking about this are you able to have a quick look and see if black emerald are in fact black emerald hell that we featured about a year ago from mexico city well, I could do, but it wouldn't. It won't be them. It can't come be in from Mex- no coming from Mexico City to play Bloodstock. Yet, yet violence can't come, and and yeah. very few other American bands can come. I know, but I mean, it, yeah, I thought. But then, if there's another band called Black Emerald, I just thought, wow, oh, no, that's really fucked up. Black Emerald, hell, then. But um, yeah, like it ca- it cannot be. I mean, I don't know where they. I mean, they could have been staying in the UK. They could be 
UK based now? I don't know. I'd, I'd be very surprised if it was, but I, I would just do it my due diligence now. What were they called? Black Emerald. Carl? Black Emerald on the Jägermeister stage on on Friday. Well, I, while you do that, I'll talk about the uh, the the uh, message I got sent from member Vince Rocher. Um, Vincent Rocha, I always cock up his name apparently, so a huge apologies about that. Um, I know him as something else, so um, uh, but there you go. And he talked about the Mordred box set that is coming out, I think, on Cherry Red. It's a 43 triple CD package from US Thrasher's Mordred featuring three full albums and bonus tracks culled from the period 1989 to 1994 when the band was signed to German metal label Noise Records. So you get all of that bundled into one package, and it's about 20 notes. It's an absolute beast of a price. And thank you to Vincent for uh, letting us know about that. Oh, it's fantastic, because that's everything you need with um, Mordred, really. You've got the you got Fool's Game, you've got Innis Life, you've got Vision EP, and you've got The Next Room, if you really want The Next Room. Some people do, some people don't, but um, that's not, it's on is that the one well. with, Sorry, that's the one without Scott Holderby, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. You've got a guy called Paul Kimball on there who came in and did the vocals and... You know, there were fractions appearing in the Mordred ranks, and uh, it kind of, for me, I've, I've got the album, and in, whilst I don't hate it, I don't, I don't love it. There's a couple of really decent songs on there, but many kind of songs where you can see that the ideas were starting to really be stretched. It's okay, and it's it's not a lot different from what you expect maybe a, a Mordred that was starting to be affected by the alternative music that was going on around them, but it's no in this life. No, okay. So this is what the members said. There's a definite, there's a definite alternative grunge influence, uh, but kind of chunky guitars it's still got the turntables going on uh, a little bit of rapping in one of the songs but other than that it's it's just it's, it's okay really yeah it, it's so difficult isn't it when you leave certainly with Mordred because Scott Holderby was such a focal point of that band I know all the vocalists are but certainly he was certainly knowing how distinctive he was and how driving he, he is with the new project to take that away must have been really fundamental fundamental to that band. And I think with Mordred as well, they came into the scene, over, certainly in the UK's thrash metal scene, a US band coming over, playing the marquee as often as they did. Mm. They were such a great live band. People just lapped up, and this may be the case for, for our members that you would go and see the shows in Birmingham or Edinburgh or Glasgow or Cardiff, wherever, that... Mm. Mordred would always put on a good live show and mm. me and you you know you'd go to your gigs I'd go to we'd meet each other there we'd see and we'd just well, who's playing oh get a ticket for that and you'd go and get a ticket for another gig because they were playing simply you might not know them all, all that well but it was another show mm. and Mordred would have would have kind of capitalised on their great uh, live show but also the fact that they were an exciting thrash metal band in those times and and, and I think that the next room did suffer mm. as a result of the kind of change in musical climate. But I think Mordred legacy certainly 
has stayed intact purely from the strength of in this life and and to a degree the thrashiness of Fallscape. Those um, playing the full things that they'd done during lockdown, did they did they do any material from that? I mean, I only watched one really. I watched the uh, what did I watch the Trick or Treat one maybe, um, and they played a song of Visions. I remember. Did did they ever go back and play any songs from that? I don't think they did. Um, mm. I, I, I'd be surprised if they did. Um, I know that Scott Holderby said in certain interviews that he's never listened to oh, okay. that record, the next from so getting him to learn the words and actually play it live when they've got such a strong back catalogue of Fool's Game in his life and, and Summer Vision as well. And then the new stuff as well with the EP, Coalition and the Dark Parade, which mm. they played a couple of is... Why would you play it off the next room? Mm. No, I, I mean, I just wondered if they, you know, they looks like they've completely divorced it from their... Uh, from no, their... I mean, it's not quite the same as Morning is Broken or the least human cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> from destruction, yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. But but just on that, mate, I, I always thought that Cherry Red were just a CD record label. They're not, and I, I, when I was having a look, they are actually managing or overseeing the reissue of Watchtower's Control and Resistance. Oh, okay. There's a lot of vinyl collectors in the club, and no doubt many of them might be interested in that because um, it's quite a certainly important mm. release for many. And it's up there, it's available, get it pre-ordered, and you might have yourself a nice splatter vinyl to um, have a listen to of that progressive metal beast. Yeah, certainly one that could possibly feature in the club, club later on. But back to Mordred in this, because we had a few members um, comment upon it. Mike Todd, I have ordered this from Cherry Red. So he's got his coming. Um, he could do an unboxing as well, couldn't he? He likes an unboxing one. Um, he does, yeah. Kevin Adamson, worth it alone for In This Life. That album never ages. In fact, that bass intro is worth the cash, just superb. Great stuff, Kevin. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that, that bass that just starts to rumble, well, not rumble, just kind of earworm it slowly and slowly as the volume increases, and there it is. Then the guitar kicks in, and wow, riff heaven. Um, Jim, is it Harvey? Um, the reason I ordered... Uh, it's stupid price on for it on CD. The reason I ordered it as it is stupid price for it on CDs. And yeah, like I said, it's about twenty quid. I mean, that is nothing, is it? For forty three tracks, just not a snip, nothing, nothing. And Darren Rob, the nice, he's he's come back with the nicest man in 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 the in the club. I have ordered this item. Thank you for your time. He's back in. He's just he's. Welcome. Well, we've welcomed him. I've welcomed him back because I kind of there was a bit of a you know not sure if he is that nice because there was no poetry, but he yes. did sort of talk about cheese. He did, yes, cheese and gin. I so think he's back. Yes. That's great. Good stuff. Darren ordered the album. Brilliant. So um, that that is so. Thank you, Vincent uh, Rocha, for giving us that bit of information, giving us that tip bit. There's a few people ordering it. Um, absolutely brilliant. Keep those coming in because we can't look at everything. You are the ears and eyes of the club, and we really appreciate it. Now, did you get black emerald sorted out, mate, whilst I was going through that? Uh, I did have a look. You, you're right, mate. Um, black emerald hill from Mexico City. Yeah. Um, whether, well, 
whether you said they were or not, they are not playing Bloodstock. They are from Mexico. But yeah. Black Emerald are a UK-based thrash metal band. Oh, well, they're thrash metal as well? Okay. Yeah, well, Southern Melodic Thrash, apparently. Southern Melodic Thrash? I'm not sure what Southern, southern Thrash is. No. They're from the Southern, maybe it's, it's on Metal Archives, and maybe because they're from Reading, Berkshire, it's, it's lumped in as Southern. Oh, okay. Southern Thrash Metal. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so... They are a thrash metal band, and oh. they are playing. Well, yeah, the the Jaeger stuff. I'll be bobbing along to see that then. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna. Uh, maybe that is my might be my post for Bloodstock. Is my I might write a handwritten. Um, I was gonna do a spreadsheet, but I won't because I um, I won't be able to look at it. Maybe um, is to handwrite out all the bands that I'm gonna go and see and all the clashes. Just post that, and then people can either dissect. What you know? Don't go and see them. Their shit. But I think. But I would. If it was Black Emerald Hell, I'd be like, yeah, let's definitely do that. That would be great. Because if I remember, I really enjoyed Black Emerald Hell. Um, but um, yeah, I'll have to go and check them out. That's good. Is it brilliant? Isn't it? The Jaeger stage is is going to be absolutely on fire. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, uh, three piece as well. So oh, that's really cool. Awesome, awesome. Let's go on to. Uh, we're talking about um, Mr. Brannigan Fuller. He done us a Breaking Band camp, didn't he? He did, yeah, and uh, he's travelling the world, and we're sending him here, here, there, and everywhere. And he was down to Durban in South Africa, really. He was. Well, not really. That's where he was. And he says, these guys sure as hell produce a sweaty, churning pit, taking a blend of modern thrash mixed with Pantera, Machine Head, S Groove that really gets into your cranium. Lots of riffs, lots of sing-along choruses, and some stomping riffs and breakdowns. So boys and girls of the thrash metal album The Fortnite Club, why don't you take a listen to the 2014 self-titled album by Durban's Carnage Carnival? Then we can all go for a surf. Slowest to get standing is a shark biscuit. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Now, did you ever ever listen to this, mate? Yes, I did. And what did you think? Uh, it didn't really impact on me, to be honest, mate. Um, it just wasn't that giving. It just kind of a bit too grew. I could... It just... I couldn't really connect with it. It's something that just didn't quite like about it. Yes, it was heavy enough and it was quite modern, but it just, it just didn't have a lot of character for me. Yeah, I, I, I was the groove was very evident in that, and it did sort of grate on me a little bit. One thing I can say, it sounded, but I thought it sounded brilliant. The production was awesome on it. That's what I really picked out of it. I was like, this is really, everything sounds really, really good. It sounds crunchy. The drums are awesome. They don't sound like they have been shoved through Pro Tools. They sound good, organic, but it's nice and precise. It's all chunked up nicely. That's This is really good. But I just don't think they had the riffs yet. And you're not a production guy, are you? No, no. It was quite surprising that I picked that. I did think that the first song went on a bit as well. It was quite a brave one to open up with almost a six-minute song for that type of music, to be honest. Yeah, I gave it about two or three songs and 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 uh, and then moved on. So, uh, what did the what did they think? What did what, what did our our lovely members think? We can't be the only ones who uh, listened to it. No, we weren't. Mark Pensum, he's still chastising himself for having to listen to Marilyn Manson, but he said that's not half bad. Just as Brandy described, maybe with a touch of crowbar. Just what I was in the mood for after a spin of body count. A nice bit of dirty thrash. Oh, okay. Um, is there any listen to anything after that? It's Marilyn Manson album, mate. So, um, 
that's it's gonna sound good after that, isn't it? If it's Marilyn Manson, bloody hell. Well that Marilyn Manson album, the mechanical animals or whatever it's called. Graham Meldrum, now he, we know that he likes it dirty, doesn't he? He, he said, it took me a bit of a warm to the vocals, just like half a song, but it settled into it nicely. Nothing groundbreaking, but very enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking, yeah. We, I mean, groove metal has been done by a lot better and uh, has, has sprung up. You know, we always talk about Pantera and, um, and bands like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it the groove can go one way or another and but yeah it was it was kind of harmless really wasn't it yeah it was it just um it, it didn't make me want to check him out any further really mm. just it was just yeah it just didn't do anything but it was it just yeah that's it mate it was just but you know obviously Durban isn't exactly a hotbed of thrash is it so um you know what are you what are you going to do you know you, you, he was limited uh, to a city that isn't a hotbed of thrash, isn't it? So it was always going to be uh, quite difficult to, to get something out of there. So I'm just amazed that uh, Neil managed to get a half-decent band from that place. Yeah, and, and there's no no blame on Neil at all because just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's... And the thing is, Mark's liked it and Graham's liked it. Yeah. So job well done by Neil. Yeah, brilliant. So um, that is, now we need to send Neil somewhere else. And I always kind of hog this, mate. What's going through? I mean, you're the geography between us, mate. So you you, you tell us what you think, mate. Well, I'm just, re- I'm just thinking of that song that Rich Tricky Hudson made when um, when he was a geography teacher and he was singing about all the, all the states in America. Oh, okay. And he did this great song, Crunchy Wrist, real heavy breakdown. And he said, and, and the chorus went something like um, Wyoming or something. There's a big thing about Wyoming. But I think there's, there's no thrash bands in Wyoming. No, I think it's just cattle, isn't it? So, oh, okay. Is there a city? In, are we going for the state? What, is Wyoming a state? I don't even know. Uh, Wyoming is a state. Okay. Are we going for the whole state or for a city within Wyoming? It's up to you. I thought that's where we were leading. You were leading us down. No, that I know. I was just thinking about um, Rich's um, geography song where he was singing about the states of the US. And um, I'm going Alaska, Carl. <laughs> I said that's where we're going, is it? Yeah, yeah, because he does a great chorus, just the pre-chorus. He sings about the about Alaska and, and the, um, the melting ice in and around the... The polar ice caps. Oh wow! Okay, now we're going, is, on, we're going to Alaska. Alaska. Now is that is the is is that Anchorage? Is that in Alaska? I can't remember. That is um, Ice Road Truckers area, isn't it? Is it? Is that what I'm thinking? Okay, you are. Yeah, you're thinking that. And um, th- there's going to be some music up there, but thrash metal. There'll be some, but Brandy's got to find it, and it, no doubt he will. But is it going to be good? Well, Alaska is isn't thirty six crazy fists from up there. They're from Anchorage. They're from Anchorage, are they? And that is that that's not in Alaska though. Yeah, Anchorage is up there, oh, isn't okay. it? It's, it's, yeah, it's, they're right on the Canadian border. I'm sure, um, right on the Canadian border, and I'm sure right off the old ice road truckers thing because yeah. they talk about Anchorage and the oh, okay. um, 
something passed. I can't remember now, but you asked me an hour ago, Mike, and there's something passed. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair play. So let's let's go Alaska. Then you can have Alaska, and we'll find we'll find some thrash metal from there. Yeah, and if not, a bit of progressive black metal, Neil. It's okay. We'll just like <laughs> chuck it in. Aggressive black metal. No, well. I believe, you know, Neil is he he finds these nuggets of gold for us. It's up to him, mate. So uh, if he wants to give us some progressive black metal from Anchorage, fuck knows what that sound like. Um, then uh, that's up to him. But um, go on. Well, I just thought we thing is we could have gone to the places where hotbeds of thrash, couldn't we? We could have gone to the. the We're staying away from there, I think, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, and you know, some places like like Germany, there, there's masses of thrash metal bands. Just, just loads, Carl. Okay, so we're, we're really stretching out into unknown territories. Exactly, and we've already covered lots of um, German thrash metal bands, haven't we, Carl? We have. We have yes. indeed. I, oh, I can see what you do. You're leading up to something. <laughs> Effortlessly, Carl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I, I, I was asking, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, I can see. Well, yeah, well, well I'll, I'll let you lead the uh, lead everyone down that very path, mate. Well, yeah, you can introduce it. Go on. Yeah, hey, old thrashers. Our old mate, Neil, he, he'll be getting knee-deep in, oh, God knows, um, Onslaught now, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, probably are. And, and two right as well, over there in a cracking time. Uh, his next assignment for Bolton Bangers, he threw up Creator. Bolton. Hey up thrashers, just letting you know the results of this time's bangers. As I'm sure you can remember, the band we dived into was Creator. We had an excellent degree of participation, so thank you all, it was fun and interesting. We had a total of 43 separate tracks mentioned, ranging from tracks from their debut release to tracks from their latest release, so it seems like this club finds them a popular band throughout their career. Okay, I have done a top 5, so here we go. In at number 5, Awakening of the Gods, from Pleasure to Kill, their 1986 release. At number 4, Toxic Trace, from Terrible Certainty, from 1987. At number 3, Enemy of God, from the 2006 album of the same name. Number 2, Extreme Aggression, from Extreme Aggression, from 1989. And in at number 1, as I am sure you can guess, is Pleasure to Kill, from Pleasure to Kill. No, I am not singing it again. The person who got the closest to the top three was Darren Charles, who had number one and number two in the correct order. The filthy prize is yours till next time. Thanks for some interesting stories along the way also, it was good reading. Right, I have to go now as I have to throw a stripy t-shirt into a bag as I set off to Bloodstock in the morning. I believe the gaffer, as we are now calling him, is going to organise a meetup on Friday. I hope to see you there. I'll be the one with the long hair and a black t-shirt. Oh Christ, I realise today I have not headbanged since March 2019. This is going to hurt. See you next time people, or maybe even before. Cheers, Thrash Metal of the Album Fortnite Club. Bye bye. Bolton. Banger. 
fantastic Bolton's bangers that was mate yeah great choice of bands yet again from Mr B yes it was just remind us of the because uh, he's done a top five didn't he he did a top five yeah so number five coming in number five Awakening uh, Awakening of the Gods Pleasure to Kill number four Toxic Trace from Terrible Certainty then you had Enemy of God from the self-titled album Extreme Aggression from Extreme Aggression and then number one Pleasure to Kill from Pleasure to Kill fantastic what a work and that top five if they play that because Creator obviously headlining Bloodstock if they play those five songs there that would be just that would be incredible wouldn't it that would be brilliant for the club well you might you never know Mr. B, when, he, when he's had a couple of sherbets and then he might get down the front and have a little word with Mr. Petroza and, and just say, look, you know. These have got to go into the set list, my I, friend. Yeah, I'm the custodian of Bolton's bangers. And, you know, how about playing these? Oh, oh, what would be really good, I think, mate, is like um, Creator on stage and they've come on with, with something. And when, uh, like they said, they're just about to play Enemy of God, the Bolton's Bangers intro comes in as because you know, say Bolton Bangers, you know, oh, they're going to play one of the top five. They're going to play a Bolton's Banger. That would be brilliant. <laughs> and Millie looks around, going, what, what is this? <laughs> oh, is that your German accent, mate? I didn't hear it. Go on, say it again. What is this? Yes. <laughs> that is great. I thought we're in a lower low again, mate. <laughs> seriously is it? I, I really want to try and research songs that I haven't heard people ones that people have met like you know talking about in the comments mm. and I'll take a few days to like I'm at my top three I had my initial kind of ones that I knew from Renewal and Extreme Aggression and from Coma of Souls and I thought yeah but I, I did spend a bit of time and it was really good listening to some of the new ones I hadn't heard and some of the old ones I hadn't heard mm. and I, I'm sure that certainly the, the top 10 that would have come up because I think he said there was something like um, I don't know 42 or 45 well you, you've just heard it but however yeah. many songs Neil, Neil mentioned different songs it's, it's quite a big thing and um, yeah, yeah on the strength of that I, I had to re-listen to Ender Armour as well that certainly wouldn't have made the I, I shouldn't think it even was mentioned in any of those top you know in any of those 45 songs but Ender Armour was almost like creator's least human cannonball oh okay there. yeah yeah it, 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 this is their morning is broken it doesn't get spoken about much but I, I don't mind it I quite like it and they have just again a bit like the pre-order for the Watchtower one they've just announced a pre-order for Ender Armour so oh, for vinyl okay. lovers out there that's quite a one to get hold of or certainly creator completists not creator mm. fans per se because it's uh, it, it might not be a popular one with creator fans but the actual it was pressed in such limited numbers back the original the original copy that it goes for about 350 quid mm. to you try and get one now the original is about 350 quid and it doesn't come up very often so to get one for you know mid-twenties that you'll be able to get hold of in um yeah you know, is a is it's much more of a possibility so i think i'm gonna 
get hold of that because I don't mind a bit of Ender Armour, mm-hmm. even though I didn't vote for it as one of my top three. It's a it's a different but a decent album. And as we are doing next year, or what I, I propose to do, and your help is obviously required on this, is we've got the twenty five odd we, we uh, fortnights. We are definitely going to have. Uh, my initial feeling was shit album fortnight, but I don't think we should call it that. We should call it like what you call the, the lesser spoke of albums from bands that we all love. So I think St. Anger might go in there. Cold Lake would go into that in contention for that fortnight. Ender Armour would go with Morning Has Broken. All of these bands that have produced that we love and absolutely are in our soul have a kind of blip or a, an album that doesn't hit the mark as much. Let's have a fortnight dedicated to... Uh, to one of those albums, and like what you're saying there, I think Enderama would go in there quite nicely. Absolutely, yeah. So, Absolutely, Gaffer. Yeah, the ga- Yes, where's this Gaffer? I remember uh, 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 an ITV program in the '80s called The Gaffer. Uh, the guy who played Greengrass, he uh, he was the Gaffer. That's a, that's what I think of it, mate. Oh, it's Gaffers. It's when when the football players call their. Yeah. Their manager gaffer gets right on my case now. Right, gaffer. Yeah. Right, gaffer. Yeah, where's the gaffer? Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. You're the you're the gaffer now. Oh, no, has, has, yeah, which has been decided. Do you know what I mean? So I got nothing nothing to say about that. Really. No, I mean absolutely, mate. It's your club. You're, you're you know you 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 get out there and and you put yourself out there in the social media land and commenting and, and responding to everyone. Absolutely. It's, it's your okay. thing on. I am the the the, the mere gaffer's assist. <laughs> you're the you're the one in the shorts and football boots that comes out of the dugout and does that thing with his fingers moving backwards and forwards <laughs> and stuff. That that's good. <laughs> and I'm the fella in the sheepskin coat. Um, if that's how you want to be remembered, Carl, that's <laughs> a bit dubious. But sheepskin coats. Yeah. Well played. Um, but the other thing I liked about Bold's bangers is. Uh, uh, Neil Bolton is very transparent. He'll he'll talk to anyone. Um, he's going to be up at Bloods. He's up there now. He's going to be the one in the black T-shirt. And what might that T-shirt have on it? Well, <laughs> he didn't say. He's going to be a black T-shirt, and that was that. So we can all recognise um, uh, Neil Bolton by his black T-shirt. So no problem with that at all. Um, so that that's all good. That's all good. So... Um, Looking forward to seeing Neil again because Neil is uh, one of the uh, few members that we've that we've actually met. <laughs> we saw him at the Blood was it Bloodstock eighteen, wasn't it? Yeah, was was it that long ago now? It was yeah, crazy. But uh, and yeah. then, I think, um, then I, I saw him down at the tea rooms with a few other members. Oh yes, you did indeed. And then yes. you can you can get that you can get him get back at this one, can't you? Where I go, oh, you didn't go there, did you, Carl? You yeah. didn't see that. <laughs> I, 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 I saw them at their sort of see. yeah, yeah. I saw them at the most landmark gig. You know, it was really good, wasn't it, Robbie? Oh, so, so sorry, you didn't go. Sorry, man. I must stop no. mentioning that. That's the sort of I've been waiting all this time for this kind of thing to occur. Mm, and it's going to. But but there you go. Let's go on to thrash of the debuts, mate. Um, coming out of the uh, of the random number generator. Well, oh, well, let's just like say thank you to Neil for doing that as well. And and he's got another one lined up in the next couple of weeks. So um, we will definitely get back to him on that. He's got it all ready to go, I think. But thrash the debuts. Sacred Reich v. Machine Head. You talked about 
um, how you felt when it first came out. Did you listen to both, and which way did you go, Robbie? Uh, I listened to Sacred Reich without any problem whatsoever. Enjoyed every minute of it. Um, Machine Head, I didn't listen to it, Carl, because I knew it wouldn't change my mind. Oh, really? My mind at all. Mm. You won't? It was never, never going to have any impact on my my decision. I know that I don't mind Davidian, but as an album, yes, I remember it when it came out, and yes, it was exciting, and Machine Head were very exciting for what was around at the time, but I do remember the album as a whole was very... Um, there was a couple of big hitting songs on it, but other than that, it didn't really, really kind of impact on me as much as uh, as it has done for many. So I didn't need to listen to it for certainly making a dent on Sacred Reich, whereas ignorance is, yeah, when I say ignorance now, it's just playing in my head, as I say. <laughs> well, it's a fantastic, fantastic album. And I think I prefer it probably to the American way. I just think it's much thrashier, less commercial. Um, and it's an album that I went back to. I got into the American way before Ignorance, but it's an album I've gone back to. I just I just prefer the crunch of the guitars and the um, possibly, you know, I, I, I love them both. I think they're both great, great records. It, it's interesting because I always had a bit of a blind spot with Sacred Right for one reason or another. And, um, I think I, I like Sacred Reich a hell of a lot more now than I did back then. So it was no problem to, to listen to it. I listened to Ignorance twice um, before I listened to uh, Machine Head. And on the second spin of Ignorance, I really kind of got into a bit of a groove with it. I knew I, I kind of fell in sync with where it was going to go because I find it a bit of a hectic record to listen to, really. Um, having not listened to it a great deal in back in the day, I would if I if it was a sacred I, sacred Reich album I was listening going to listen to, which was never that often. It would have been American Way, but so I find it a little bit of a hectic record. But I, you know, I kind of you know it's nice. I I, I get on with it, and it, and it's nice. It's a it's a really good album. It's it's a, certainly a, a seven or an eight for me. But then as soon as I put that Machine Head album, it all, like it did with Evile, it just blew all of that good work away in a little bit longer, maybe 30-odd seconds this time. I was going, I can't vote against this. I cannot vote against um, Machine Head. So um, I, 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 I voted for Machine Head. Yeah, there was never any doubt, was there, really? No, definitely not. Um, Shall we we talk about what the members said, and then we will um, go back and do the results? Yeah. So, Kevin Adamson. Both bands later featured Dave McLean on drums, but that's for the future. Easy choice to say. Um, you say not really ignorance is a pure thrash album and still stands up to this day but burn my eyes set a new standard and brought something new to the table i hate to vote against sr but this time i'm going for machine head i can't see me doing that again until we get to the fifth albums if we're still here then you say well it's an easy choice for me but clearly not for you Kev but that's the thing about music and that's the great thing about these little little competition thing that we got going here that everyone's um, you know they've, they've got their own little you know matchups they're not quite sure how a band's going to go against another band how an album's going to go in against another album and um, no it's um, I, I, I love how right for one. 
I love how members are sometimes so convinced and they go, yeah, Sacred Reich all the way and they will walk it. Well, it wasn't a complete walkover. It was comfortable for, for Sacred Reich, but it wasn't comfortable. And I do like it when some people go, what, a, a Sacred Reich not like 95% <laughs> with the vote? It's like, well, no, it's 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 uh, it's not that, that far away. And um, yeah. I, I, you can sometimes see people say, well, Surely Sacred Reich would walk this. No, they didn't. They didn't walk it. I love that kind of. Uh, I like that kind of um, confidence that members have in their their bands because that's what it is, isn't it? They think Sacred Reich, my band, had this album, um, saw them on this tour. Absolutely no way could Machine Head get it. What? They're, they're they're that close? What? <laughs> I love it. Um, Gary Sanderson, love Sacred Right, but prefer the American way. Therefore, Burn My Eyes gets my vote. Played the shit out of that album and drew the machine head symbol on my textbook, along with many other band logos. Great production and perfectly placed order of songs. All memorable, all killer, no filler. Well, there you go. What were your um, ones that you drew on your textbooks? We know, we know Slayer was one. Slayer was one. Aussie's God, um, uh, Halloween as well, because I could do the pumpkin. <laughs> In fact, I remember having a pair of school shoes that had, uh, at the bottom of the laces, there was like this oval kind of label, and that came off pretty soon. And it was the perfect shape um, of a pumpkin. I just drew a pumpkin in there. So I had Halloween shoes, mate. No doubt. Yeah, it was brilliant. Everyone was well gel, as the kids don't say anymore. No, that's cool though that, that he, he did that and um, Machine Head making a making them mark on textbooks. Wonder if kids kids still write on textbooks now. They probably don't have textbooks. So they it's, have, all uh, it's all on. What they do, what they what they can do is if they have a device that they use in school, they put stickers on the on the on the back. They've got like a. a a tablet on whatever bit is showing, you know, the other side of the screen, they put stickers on there. Oh, okay. They don't draw on it. But, um, yeah, I do rem- – obviously, that Machine Head logo was yellow and black, wasn't it? And it had that kind of – MH. Yeah, it was uh, – that was quite distinctive and quite a bit of it. They were on T-shirt. In fact, I saw one from their Donington 95 one. Somebody put on fo- Facebook saying, oh, they're, you know, this is probably my oldest T-shirt. And it was that, that yellow and black Machine Head one. So cheers for that. Paul Geddes, never like Machine Head. Ignorance is an outstanding thrash classic that still stands the test of time today. Easy one for me. Sacred right all day long. I'm with you, Paul. As we're talking about it, I, I don't think I've ever liked Machine Head. <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly, I've, I've dipped into some of their albums and I've seen them live a couple of times and, and Imperium and you know the reckoning and i don't even know if i'm talking about songs or albums here but certainly the there was one song and we, we hadn't seen each other for a few years and we saw you you know we saw each other at college and we were speaking and we said oh have you heard that new machine head song and it was like the um, it might have been off imperium yeah but it was brilliant it was about an eight minute song i was like brilliant love that yeah great but then machine head just the kind of recipe for me after one song it's done it's just like the same and, and hearing him do his vocals and <laughs> and now when i see them and the, 
all the, the same costumes and that. It's just like, oh, are they still going? Are people really still into three hours of that? Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but as an album, I can see why people loved Burn My Eyes so much. Yeah, but it's you know there you go. There's the confidence that the Paul was one, of, and there was lots of people like Paul saying this is an easy one for me. It's sacred. Right. Some people questioning whether uh, Machine Head were thrash at all. Um, you know, I, I would give you a long argument about that. I, I would say that they are. They've got thrashy elements. They are a different take on it from a different era, possibly. But um, and if you like thrash, you not to say that you should like Machine Head. That's that's an incorrect thing to say. But there's the step over isn't that great a leap, really, um, to, to Machine Head from, from the likes of Sacred Reich. So, but um, there was lots and lots of people that were just Sacred Reich all the way, all day long, and are quite a few people think, oh, this is a tough one, but I'll go Sacred Reich. Yeah. That was the way that the wind was blowing. Darren Robb, the nicest man in the club, back for a second one. Two outstanding albums. It's hard to separate them. Really, so so really, so which opening track is better? For me, Death Squad edges it, so Sacred Reich win this round. Thank you for reading and have a lovely weekend. And a lovely weekend was had, Darren, and thank you for your um, postcard that you sent. Um, it was lovely, but that's the kind of thing that the nicest guy in uh, in the world ever does. He sends postcards and, and just checks that everything's all right. And, oh, okay. um, yeah. But that was a, the, the opening, the two fantastic opening tracks. I mean, Death Squad is, is fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's one of the best riffs in Thrash Metal. And resurfacing recently on Facebook is there, um, I'm sure they opened with it at Dynamo, didn't they? And there's that footage of Dynamo where the guitarist comes out and he just slings his T-shirt into the crowd and uh, Phil oh, Reed really? looking as thin as a drake, yeah, a rake sort of thing. It's just it's a fantastic footage. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it's been, it's been shared a few times on a couple of uh, thrash metal groups. Andrew Biles, I bought this cassette tape with money from my student loan and never looked back. Burn My Eyes started strong, but became a metal by numbers track after track. Yeah, that argument, not that argument, but that little story of... Um you kind of didn't have a lot of money so well he might have had a bit of money because he had a student loan but he's, he's still got other things you need to buy but yeah. you kind of um, yeah you got lucky with that one you, you bought the cassette and you never looked back so yeah. you, you got lucky and, and it's a sound investment that if you you invested some of your student loan on that cassette you are still talking about it end years later so are you still talking about whatever it is that you studied at university yeah, Andrew. Andrew, um, he might be because he's the um, deputy prime minister. Actually, so he's, he's <laughs> yeah. done all right. Yeah, but he, he he may have done sort of um, microbiology or something. You know, that'd be a great one wouldn't it, to yeah. find out what some of our members actually do. Not not what not to disparage that you know someone that's in a in a in an important position, but a, a fairly mundane position. What they do, but wouldn't it be great if we found out that there was someone that is a uh, a deep sea conservation diver or something, yeah. and and they listen to thrash metal as they dive to the the bottom of the, the yeah. sea. You know what I mean? It'd be great to know what our members do because we converse with people. I think I often think, what do you do? What, what what is it you do for a job? 
Mm. And I know that's just my little mind thinking, but I often wonder, even people that we speak to regularly in the club, I sometimes think, oh, what do they do? And they say, oh, I've got to go to work later. Are they a policeman? Do they yeah. work in Tesco? You know, what do, and, and have a supermarket, what, what is it that they do? Yeah, no. Well, I might be finding that out of Bloodstock, of course, mate. <laughs> yeah, if you could, actually, before you <laughs> just say, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you'd be amazed about what I do, mate. But um, yeah, um, so the results are um, thanks to everyone. We had 183 members vote on this, so it was a big one. I didn't wow. think it would get this big. Um, Sacred Reich scored a comfortable win against the Bay Area Thra- uh, Machine Head. Phil Rindon Co gained 64% of the vote, putting them into the quarterfinals, mate. Yeah, it's getting to the. Uh say every time it's just getting exciting really yeah now i i was um speaking when when this went uh up on the on the club i was speaking it was when my boy was swimming of course and there's a guy who's a member of the club and i keep forgetting i think it's paul it might be paul Barnes actually um he uh i was we were talking about various things and i said oh i've just uh, i just want to keep quick check her thrash of the debuts is on and he went all oh, right who's that and i said oh it's a uh, machine head sacred right all right oh he said that's Sacred right, sacred right, all day long, and at that point, it'd been half, it'd been up half an hour, and it was something like nineteen to twenty. It was, it was really close. I went, look at that, it's nineteen to twenty, and he looked at it and he went, "Oh, I'm going to get on there and vote later." <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, it was a really close one uh, to begin with, and then uh, Sacred Reich pushed ahead quite considerably up into the 80s percent really and then um machine head in this last bit of the vote gained quite a few votes to pull it back to 64 but just couldn't get it back yeah so fantastic round an interesting round but i think rightfully so that sacred right go through with their thrash credentials but machine head ran them Nice and well, not nice and close, but gave them a, a good argument. So uh, that's always good. Now, next week, mate, uh, or this weekend coming, we haven't got a thrash of the debuts. We are going to do a um, a new album poll. Cool. So I can't remember when the last new album was um, was done. I'll have to go back because it was we done in force, didn't we? Enforce one through, didn't it? Enforce one through. So I'll have to have a look back and actually have like the time period that it was on. But I'm guessing it's going to be three or four months. Now, in that time, we've had Flotsam and Jetsam release an album. We've had Halloween release an album. And Facebook have sorted out the uh, the poll again. And I think people can add again. So let's do it as a new release free-for-all. But I think we should agree to put some ones on now. Uh, oh, there we go. The the new release poll. Oh, no, it was, it was a bit further back. That was uh, – sorry, I, I thought I had it, but I didn't. So okay. let's agree with a couple of albums that we're going to start with, mate. Well, we got um, – you, you just mentioned Flots, didn't you? I did mention Flots. I think that has every right to go on there. You just I mentioned that. Remember what? What about the uh, at the gates album? A few members of a few members have have mentioned that. Anything else of note? I, I get the feeling we're kind of forgetting one. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's not thrash metal, but your your old mate's asphyxia. Oh, did they release one in that time? 
well, they, they've released them this year, haven't they? I mean, Asfix released it at the start of this year. As or, or was that last year? I, I, um, I think it might have been. I think it might have been. That would have been during the enforced one. Oh, okay. So. Okay. We've got to be uh, we've got to be a bit careful about which ones which which time period. But I will sort out the time period. Um, Blacklist, although these, these are smaller bands, aren't they? You know, we're well, at- we can certainly we can if if they put them on there on the vote, we can certainly um, we can certainly include them, mate. Blacklist that's in- had their new, new album come out, didn't they? Blacklist certainly did. So mm, yeah, definitely we can. Uh, so should we say Blacklist? Should we say? Um, should we say blacklist? Should we say Halloween at the gates and flots? Definitely. And oh, then cool. there's going to be hundreds more. It's a bit like when we did the DeAndre years and we forget um, what's come out. We do. So any ones that you think, oh, well, this came out and I want this, put it up and we can vote for as many as we like. So if I've, I've yeah. definitely forgotten one. I go, oh, yeah, there's that one. And I can click on it. If um, So you can vote for six, seven, eight, nine, ten, what it doesn't matter. And then we'll um, we'll, we'll feature it in uh, in a couple of uh, couple of yeah, at, the gates, at the gates on as well. Yeah, I'm, I, that is a is a banger. It's an absolute banger. So, yeah, I might throw in a few more curveballs when the vote starts as well. But um yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So we're going to do that this, but the following weekend, uh, the 21st, will be this one that we're going to do now. But it's always a nonsense when we draw it in the next. So we'll, so we draw it now. Well, we've done this before, drawn it now, and it just doesn't quite. It's just. It's a bit convoluted, Carl. No, we, we, well, we've drawn it now because. Um, and then when the actual poll comes out, that's absolutely fine. It was convoluted and awkward when I said, "Right, we've talked about Thrash the debuts. Now let's not." Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it, there was not going to be a one this week, so we'll draw it next week. Uh, then the next podcast, and we haven't got anything to talk about because we've talked about the previous round. So let's draw okay. it now. Okay. One to so four me, in your round. A minute. Oh, okay. I thought you. I, I thought you've uh, bought shares in the random number generator, and it's on speed dial, mate. as well on my phone so it's, it's, it? it's slower than most people's phones because I keep dropping it at work oh. right, so number one to what it's one to four mate there's only four left in the uh, in the second round really number one Megadeth okay number two Carl and number two is Overkill so what is running through your head now, mate? Oh, it's tough, isn't it? That is Killing tough. is my business. Is a, it, I mean, they're a big four band. There is one of your kind of go-to first albums, but Overkill are a very popular band within the club, aren't they? I yeah, mean, they it's just... It's I'll tell you what. It's, it's going to be close, that one. It's going to be very, very close. I'm going to be listening. I might listen to those two going up to uh, to Bloodstock. Actually, I've got a, I've got some enforced downtime, so that might be or up on the way on the way back or something like that. So that could be a, a nice one to entertain myself. Now we have inadvertently done the, the next round as well. We have, and that turns out as what? Flotsam and Jetsam, the Acid Rain. Again, another tough round there. 
That it, well, I mean, yes, it is. Well, I think that's going to be another close one as well. That one is not close for me. I'm I'm a lot more decided straight away on that. Although, of course, I will give both albums a go, um, and that's going to be that one will be at the beginning of uh, September. Uh, we'll be we'll be doing that one, but yeah, um, I'm I'm a little bit more decided on that one. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a lot of reasons. But that Megadeth, the next one that we do um, in a couple of weekends' time, not this weekend, the following weekend, not Bloodstock weekend, the following weekend, um, that is, that's a stinker, actually. Megadeth versus Overkill. That is, that's going to take some serious listening, listening to and serious, serious deciding, mate. Oh, what a hardship, eh? No, we are hardship having, having to listen to having to listen to those two. Although I did hear on uh, on um, oh, Neil's format or racket on his thrash special, he played Devil's Island. I know it's not on that album, yeah. but hearing Megadeth in there, real pomp and real kind of when they were just going for it, they they were just so exciting and so it's just such a great band energy wise and and just brilliant when he came away from metallica and just really gave it his all and that's the great thing about killing is my business it is a no holds barred just like here i am i'm kind of this is who i am it's just exciting and whilst it hasn't got the the volume of great songs it's got some decent catchy songs on there and yes the production's not great but it's still it, there's still some decent stuff on there. Uh, and is, is it Feel the Fire, isn't it, from Overkill? I mean, that was record, fire, yeah. recorded in 1964, that album, because that's how long they've been going, of course. Um, so well, that, 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 was, that was the completed album, mate. The demo was 1947. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like a wax cylinder, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, how stupid of me not to remember that. Um, I, that is a great, and we featured that one, obviously, and some great songs on there. So oh, this is just all that. Because as much as I, I like Megadeth, and I do like Megadeth, obviously, um, I just find with Killing In My Business, sometimes it goes a little bit too fast, and it's a little bit too breakneck, and the riffs are lost a little bit. And you're right, the produ- I don't know a lot about production, but I know that that one is not great. So let's see where that goes. That's going to be a tight one, I think. By no means is Megadeth going to cruise into the quarterfinals. If no, no. so, um, in fact, yes, we've only got one of the big four so far in the big in. Um, so there'll only be two of the big four in the quarterfinals. Bearing in mind that I'm not sure how, not sure how our American friends might fare with the other quarterfinals as well as the other round their, yeah. their flots against Acid Rain as well, because that could be close as well. And whilst Flots a big thrash metal band. Uh, it, that's a, that's going to be a close one. <laughs> it really is. I think that's going to be a close one. Um, certainly. Well, let's just see where that. We'll, we'll talk about that one in a couple of weeks' time because that is an interesting one. But um, so that's that's uh, so get listening to that to get your your things in and get your thinking caps on for the new album. Right then, mate. Guess what time it is okay. now. What I've been listening to now, um, we somebody hasn't been doing loads of conversations, so we have just got raw content by the look of it, mate. So, um, we haven't got millions and millions and millions, but um, that what we have got is absolute gold. And have you got it up, so to speak? 
No, I'm just about to, but uh, where are you, Mr. G? Where are you? Where is he? <laughs> where is he? Where is he? Probably in Bloodstock, mate. You never know. He, he, he may well be. Let's have a look. Uh, no, I haven't, but I'm not far off, so... Shall I start? Yeah. Stuart Jardine, Mordred the Dark Parade, Havoc, Five, and High on Fire, The Art of Self-Defense. Good, good, uh, okay. good uh, variety there, mate. John Deary says, been listening to Mordred the Dark Parade, Pantera Cowboys from Hell, and reading Heavy Tales, The Metal, The Music, The Madness. Oh, is that's that? That's a Johnny Z. That's book. Johnny Z. Brilliant, mate. He's, pro- he's probably been reading it in Swedish, uh, John, as well, because he's, uh, he's a dab hand out of Scandinavian languages. He was, re- he was learning all sorts, wasn't he? He's, going, oh, yeah. he, he's been around, he's learning all the languages for the um, for the Breaking Band camp, mate. It's incredible. Um, Andrew Matthews, Elimination. Fuck, they are heavy. Watching Bonding on Netflix and listening to Suicidal Tendencies debut again. Mm, yeah, I, I, not, not a day goes without Andrew listening to that. Debut, <laughs> he loves that album. He does, yeah. Dylan Jones, he's been listening to the TTMAATFC podcast. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, mate. Very nearly an armful podcast, Tony Hancock Appreciation Society and Danzig. And Dylan, um, just so you were saying about people's job, Dylan um, is working hard. In fact, just yesterday, he worked a 27-hour day. That's how hard he's working. Whilst it's not physically possible, it is for Dylan in his line of work. So commendable, Dylan, and keep up the good work. Absolutely. Uh, Paul Hutchings, coming to you live from Bloodstock. Not so much what I've been listening to as what I will. And that will be tons of metal in a field for the next five days. Oh, it's going to be a long, long, long weekend. <laughs> he is, he's just going to overgorge on metal. And Mel Campbell, she says, Old Cells, Two Minds, EP, like a dark and growly Labrador, but not a thrash wolf. Okay. Uh, Gospel Heim's new single, Into Smithereens, Gothic Rock, but I think of them as a blackened placebo. And the last Anthrax 40 episode on YouTube, I'm really going to miss watching these. Yeah, they've been cool, them. They've been good, certainly the ones I've seen. Good insight into the band. I'm up to about number eight with them, so I'm a little way behind, but I do know the new Fistful of Metal out um, magazine has Anthrax on the cover and around the main picture there's all the different albums, so I think they're kind of running a feature uh, about the history of Anthrax, so that would be cool. Jason Manley, just watched The Suicide Squad. Great fun. Listen to Body Count, Body Count, and Slipknot Volume 3. Brilliant, mate. Great stuff, Jason. Cracking work on the uh, Red Egg Glamorgan show as well. Good Keep work. it up, mate. Corvo Atano, Annihilated, Antisocial Engineering, Banger. Subhumans, Crisis Point, and Blacklist, Disciples of Time. There you go. That's gone in, into the, uh, the the vote for this weekend. Yeah, maybe Corvo will be voting for that. I'm sure he will be. Uh, Leanne Evans, had a birthday bender and grew old disgracefully to an ACDC tribute band on Saturday night. Subsequently, had a mouth like an arse and felt like a 75-year-old coal miner with emphysema or weak. So took it easy with some good old death, then ramped shit up with the inimitable, what's that, puridity of folk, of food, what's that one? Fetal. Fetal juice. 
to gain perspective that I'm not as fucked up as I think. I'll say some of you sexy thrash bastards, see some of you sexy thrash bastards on Friday and Saturday. Hold on to the bins. Oh, that's great. You can meet up with Leanne. Yep, absolutely. Uh, See some of that Leanne madness that we like in the club. Brilliant. Thank you for that, mate. Mark Penson, listen to Radio Bollocks over on H's Patreon, inspired by the last club blog uh, podcast, the Bruce album Chemical Wedding. Yeah. And something particularly awful made by an odd bloke named Brian. Anyway, <laughs> that you'll probably hear about on the hierarchy to side. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mark. Yeah. I mean, um, if you want to. I mean, I'm thinking that he could talk, uh, Mark could talk a little bit about the Brucey album and then just go, oh, yeah, and I listen to this shit, uh, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> because that Bruce album is actually fairly decent. So throw in a, throw in a little bit about the yeah. Bruce album as well, just to kind of balance it out. But the just on that hierarchy decides, we're probably going to, probably another week or so, just until we get a couple more in. Otherwise, it's the uh, the Paul, Carl, and the uh, Andrew and um, Robbie show. And it's always nice to vary up a bit. So we'll get a few more in and we'll have about half an hour. Lovely. Andrew Biles, At the Gates, The Nightmare of Being, Death, The Sound of Perseverance, and The Helicopters, Grand Rock. He's, he's here. Chris, he's out there. He is there. He's there. He's, uh, he's Chris Campbell, Slipknot. Slipknot self-titled. Still easily their, based, uh, their best album, in my opinion. Soulfly, The Ritual, their latest album, 2018, and one of the good ones in their catalogue. And Gallows, Desolution Sounds, the latest album, 2015, from the best contemporary British punk band, in my opinion. Really hoping they get their shit together and record again soon. Six years is long enough for a hiatus. And that's it, because Gallows, when um, Frank left the band, they turned a different corner. And um, I didn't really like the follow-up, well, the first album after Frank left the band. So um, I, I love that first Gallows album, the one with um, God, Belly of the Shark on it and stuff like that. It's just fucking killer. But they soon dropped off for me. But there you go, that's just me. Um, Tim Finch. Road trip to Bloodstock, accompanied by Borstal, Ghost, and Clutch. There you go. Even with a road trip, you're still getting a bit of ghost in there. I think they're going to be one of the highlights of the weekend. The uh, Borstal, mate. Yeah, opening up on Saturday, are they not? Are they? Mm. Opening up? Opening up the Ronnie James Dio stage on Saturday. They're going to blow some cobwebs away, aren't they? Absolutely. They're, They're going to be cracking, yeah. Gareth Pugh, he said, of course, the big question is, will the machine Paul Hutchins be doing his usual, usual hours listening, keeping all his new neighbours in the know at the VIP campaign at Bloodstock, of course. <laughs> yeah. Hello to everyone sleeping at Bloodstock. <laughs> yes, of course, he normally listens to the early hours, doesn't he? So, he does indeed, yeah. But anyway, back to Gareth. He's been listening to Sodom, Bomb and Hargle, three-track EP from Razor's Edge Review, oh. Elimination, Victims, by Design, Single, What a Banger, and The Cure, Three Imaginary Boys. I do love Robert Smith. Calm down, Carl. Carl, calm down. <laughs> yeah, every, every people can like The Cure, you know. Just, it's all right. Yeah, I, well... Oh, the Cure, yeah. The, the three imaginary boys. D- does he moan and groan on that one as well? Why don't you talk about what George Nisbet said? Yes, but thank you anyway, Gareth. Cheers for that, mate. Uh, two out of three ain't bad. George Nesbitt is listening to Zentrex, Bury the Pain, reading 
what's that fallopian rhapsody the story of the lunar chicks well that's interesting and watching war of the worlds the new version do you have a bit of that the lunar chicks yeah i do like the lunar chicks babysitters on acid is a banger j.a smith anakim the elysian void Borstal at Her Majesty's Pleasure and Sodom Agent Out Orange. Isn't Jay one of your mates? He is one of my mates, yes. I thought he was. Yeah, he's a bit of a record collector. He's just recently bought, a, I say recently, I think about a year ago, he bought a record a record player and he's been building up his record collection and he, and he puts them up. And he did say, if Jay's listening, he did send me something via messenger and say, have a listen to this, mate. And he sent a link. But when he sent it to me, it was... I was doing something and I couldn't couldn't action it straight away. So I will get on and listen to that, mate. Um, but um, Tim Finch is saying, is, is it Ankium have played a blinding set today at Bloodstock? So cool. Now well, this and uh, this is the last one that I've got. Graham Meldrum out delivering in torrential rain, listening to Enforced at the Walls, Exodus Fabulous Disaster. Also been giving the new CST supergroup Hard Stare a few blasts. Folk from Kingpin, Disposable and Tempered playing some gnarly crossover stuff. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. interesting. So that's a that's a good one. Keep us informed with that. And any hit, miss, or maybes, we'll have a pop at that, mate. Absolutely. No, that sounds cool. And I think that was it. Have you got any more? Of, of, uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Uh, that's it. That's all that snuck in at this late stage. So it's uh, Mr. Chris G has not been doing his uh, usual, so we haven't got the massive volume, but then people are out and about and at, uh, or, or, or they're just not interested anymore, Carl. That's more <laughs> lost interest in it. What have you? What, one thing I haven't lost interest in is what you've been listening to, mate. Well, you might have lost interest because if I tell you the third thing I listened to, I've lost interest in it. It was Anthrax Volume Eight. It was one of my homeworks. Oh. An album that I'm not really that familiar with, and I thought oh, I'm going to give it a go because I've listened to my absolute one, and that's all recorded and done ready to go out onto the next hierarchy to side. So I thought I'll uh, give the Anthrax volume eight one to listen to it a couple of times. Well, a couple of mornings ago in the car on the way to work. And I was thinking, Anthrax, yes, I know it's Anthrax. It's John Bush. And yes, it's the kind of more alternative Anthrax. But yeah, I can see why many people don't like it. And I, for one of them, are kind of one of them. I only really gave it halfway through and then I had to put something else on. It's, it just, it seems like they're really struggling with their own identity at this point. And I'll go into it more on the hierarchy decides, mm. but I mean, it's just, it's a bit rubbish to be honest. Wow. Really struggling, really, it's just, it's, I mean, it came out in 98, and yes, they've just been severely affected by their own identity and, and everyone else is around them at the time, and it's just not very good at all. Fantastic. Well, not fantastic, but that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to try and give it another listen, but probably won't happen. So uh, Motown, bit of a non-metal shock here. Now, a few days ago, one of my wife's family friends gave us as a family a box of records did we did we still like listening to records did we still like listening to records well of course we will yeah, yeah. so she gave us a box of records it was almost like a 
those vinyl collectors out there know what it's like when you got a box of records and you're flicking through them and you don't know what's coming next. It was a bit like that with this because I was flicking through them. I was thinking, it's the police, uh, it's Billy Joel. Um, okay, there's a bit of Temptations. Uh, there's a bit more Temptations, a bit of Motown. Okay. There's some some decent stuff in there and you know there was probably 20 records in total and there was loads of Motown as it happened and I'm not a massive I like my rock I like my metal but I do enjoy a bit of soul music and I'm not a massive soul music head but Motown music I really really enjoy and the Temptations I really enjoy so I've been really really enjoying the kind of you know David Ruffin Isaac Hayes the soul stuff the Temptations just really flicking through the records and just putting them on when you know when I've got a bit of time and not not massive amount of time but just it's been great to get some of those records out and play them as they should be played so it's been really cool okay and uh, finally, Fathoming Heavy podcast. You've probably heard me banging, banging on about Craig Le Cicero when he's uh, done this massive five-hour podcast with the guy Andrew from Fathoming Heavy. Well, I often listen to his episodes when they come out, and the recent one is a guy called... I can't remember his name, Chad or Chad, no, it's going to be Chad, isn't it? Uh, from a doom metal band called Garot. Now, most of the bands that Andrew has on his Fathoming Heavy podcast are doom metal, but it's a great insight into, really good insight into bands and how they work, how they get tours, and just another podcast for me. So I really enjoyed that, and that's Fathoming Heavy. Cool. There's your three, that's mate. That's your three. So my three, that's cool. Thanks for that, mate. And uh, my three, um, a, list, a listener, a watcher, and a reader, mate. Um, Holy Diver, uh, or Dio, uh, Holy Diver Live. Um, I, I forget what, what year it was, back in the 2000s. Um, I think the mid-2000s, maybe. Um, Dio done a tour where he'd done Holy Diver in its entirety, and it was recorded and uh, it's been re-released. So I had a listen to that, almost two hours of Dio. Absolutely fantastic. What a, what a great show that must have been, two hours. Although, second song in, drum solo. Literally second song in, there's a drum solo. Uh, and I do remember um, seeing Dio supporting Alice Cooper. Bearing in mind this was a support slot. This was the one where uh, Orange Goblin opened up for them. And Orange Goblin literally had to end, uh, go on stage as soon as the doors were open, so there was no fucker in there. Um, Dio, second on, had two guitar solos and a drum solo in his hour set. So it was a wow. bit of a bit of a craziness, really. But yeah, really enjoyed it. When he sung Heaven and Hell, some guy gets on the stage and like he's going, and he runs and Dio. Is brilliant. Ronnie James Dio is absolutely brilliant. You expect him to be this kind of oh, someone's got on stage out there. He literally just goes, the music's still playing, and they've done that whoa, and he's about to do his his lead kind of you know the the, the uh, sing me a song bit, and he just goes, Every, everyone wants to get on stage and sing tonight. Oh, good for you, mate. Well, I tell you what, let's all do that last bit again. Come on, one more time, back. and the band just really know what he's doing, so they do that bit again because it was a little bit ruined by the guy screaming down the mic. And then he does that bit where it's just him and the, the bass and the drums, and it's just fucking magical. It really is so much better than the uh, the album version. So I really enjoyed that. Um, 
Andrew Matthews put on that um, some kind of monster, the Metallica documentary, was on Netflix. I've never seen it, so I gave that a watch. Um, two hours and 20 minutes. I had to do it in two scenes. Um, quite interesting, that one. Um, interesting in the respect that I was kind of getting the highlight reel of the um, St. Anger album. And when they're sort of jamming it in this kind of makeshift studio where they wanted to get themselves out of a comfort zone, Lars Ulrich's actually got quite a good drum sound. And I was thinking, oh, this, this is sounding all right. This is sounding all right. And then they show the bit where... Um, I, I think they 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 actually play the bit of recording and that that snares in there and you think oh no that is shit that is that is dreadful that is an absolutely dreadful drum sound and we, we everyone talks about the bit where it goes ah it's stuck man and fuck fuck and all of that sort of business the one bit that I absolutely wet myself laughing was when. Lars Ulrich's old man's in the studio and he plays this fucking song that's dreadful. I, I can't even remember it. Um, it's sort of this weird kind of swirly sound and he's listening to it and he's going, hmm, yeah. And he goes, he goes I, I, I don't get this one. And he goes, well, the Jim, is it Jim Bernstein? The, uh, the, uh, the manager goes, he said, this could open, he reckons this could open the record, Dad. And he goes, well, maybe that's true, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's just fucking brilliant. Like Lars Ulrich is this person that's having this sort of like yes men round him all the time. Sort of going, yeah, we love it. We love it. We love it. He's old man going, no, that ain't no good, son. You need to re-record that one. Um, that was absolutely brilliant. And I also uh, have read The Da Vinci Code. Um, absolutely brilliant book. It's got everything I like in there. A bit of, bit of conspiracy theory, bit of code. Love it. And uh, I, I read it years and years and years ago uh gave it another read and uh yeah really good one so there's my three mate oh that's cool i've i've i read it also i'm not a prolific reader at all and i'm not not a big reader but i i read it probably about i don't know 10 years ago when it came out and it was well not when it came out but when it was still big and there was a you know the, the big Dan Brown books, and I really enjoyed it as well. And then the, the film came out a couple of years later, and yeah, it's a, it was a great book and really cool. Cool, awesome, mate. Well, that's everything kind of wrapped up now, mate. Nice. Now well, it's a, it's a, early, early night. Uh, I'm going uh, uh, to see some of those Midgard crazies and yeah. uh, get in the VIP, cause a bit of a ruckus, and get home back in time for work. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, yeah, this is the uh, um, well, Bloodstock is is going on as we speak. Um, so we uh, we will be, uh, I will be going up there on Friday. Really looking forward to that. It's still going to be my first gig since Slipknot in uh, I think it was January ninety or whenever it was. Um, so uh, I, I can't remember the last time I'd been this long without a gig, mate. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I hope to see as many of you up there as possible. Uh, please, please, please come and say hello um, and get yourself down the front for Acid Rain because that's going to be a banger. Yeah, you got the Betty Cash as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, Betty Cash, yeah. you got the company credit card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll max that out in the levy bar. Yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be, uh, that'll be done. But um, it'll be a dry one for me because I'm obviously driving, so uh, I won't be uh, – I won't be drinking at all, but that's all right. That's fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. The whites their eyes at long last, uh, and it's a nice warm up for the big club meet, which is down in the underworld as well. Yeah, well, when you extend your hand out and 
give people a hand, you know, it would be my hand as well, yes. reaching them, and unfortunately, you know, I can't make it, but, but um, no, it'd be great for you to meet all the people. Definitely, definitely. So, we can't do final thoughts, because uh, we don't want... Um, we don't want the different uh, different uh, guys coming around and Danny Different coming to beat us up. So um, I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all of your input. And uh, next podcast, we will be talking about Body Count. We would have closed Body Count, I think, won't we? And we'll be talking about it. And we'll be talking about the next album coming out and uh, the results of the new album that we are going to be featuring. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah. And whilst we only said three there, 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 there's going to be loads of albums of people who go, oh, you should have said this, should have said that. Well, there will be. There's some absolute bangers there. Well, if you are listening to this and you want to comment, you're, you're very passionate about getting an album that has been released in the last, I think it's going to be three or four months, certainly. I will get a date. Um, drop it in the comments and we'll put it on. It's not a problem. Just Just let us know. But it's got to be recent, recent. Do you know what I mean? It's um, certainly around about the time. I think I'm almost sure Halloween and Floxman Jets just missed out. I think they missed out by a week or so when we done it last time. So I, th- okay. I think that's kind of whenever they were released is kind of around when, um, when, when we should, uh, when we should start the time yeah. up until now. So cool. All right, then, mate. Well. I'm going to say goodbye. We're going to look forward to elimination closing out again, which is a brilliant could feature them every week they're amazing good stuff mate well i hope you get um you know you, you have a cracking a cracking do up at bloodstock and i hope all our members do as well that are there and those that are listening that are thinking oh bloodstock just crack on and um yeah, check out some of the bands it's a it's a real british kind of um celebration over at bloodstock this year and there's you know if you you can get on playlists and search for some of these bands do it because you might just find a new band that you love uh, i certainly have um, found some new bands this year through members recommendations and just searching out on that and um yeah looking forward to checking out some more from members recommendations certainly reading up on some of the live reviews that are going to be flooding in yes look at those live reviews the machine is on it already i think and now we leave you with elimination um victims by design and i think that young lady has just got herself a pair of safety goggles